Don't forget your phone, keys, and wallet. Come on, you're a freaking adult. Get your shit together. getting our shit together but together together okay i think we got it right this time happy memorial day weekend oh man it's a it's a beautiful sunday afternoon it's like 80 degrees or something and we are very excited to get this show started because we've been enjoying the weekend yeah a little hungover a, a little too much yeah and what's good for a hangover coffee and booze uh, and booze right yes that's and water <laughs> and water, and, and sleep. But mainly booze, mainly and that's booze. what we're going to be talking about today on our cocktail, how to order a cocktail like a real adult episode with Alex Miller. Welcome. Hi. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, you want to sail in something by yourself? Uh, I'm Alex. I make and drink cocktails. I order them frequently and make them at home. You have an Instagram page, right? Yeah, my voice, sorry. My voice is very raspy, but yeah, I have an Instagram page, Designing Drunk, where I make cocktails and take photographs of them uh, to give me an excuse for drinking. How long have you been been doing that? Uh, About a year, a little bit over a year. I started uh, October, what is it, 2019 now, 2018, 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Started as a way to like just learn how to make cocktails and also learn how to take photos, but mostly I was just going out to bars all the time and I figured to make drinking an acceptable hobby, I needed <laughs> to like make it seem productive. So and less like alcoholism. Yeah, less imagine. like alcoholism. <laughs> like moving to New York, it was just basically going to bars all the time. So I was like, how do I take this and make it like a a thing that people won't eventually be concerned about yeah so this is, where, this did is your, it. Uh, where did your like love of cocktails come from did you used to be a bartender or like just no i've never been a bartender um it was so basically the progression was when i was in college my method was take a shot drink a dos equis <laughs> when the dos equis was gone i would get another shot another dos equis moving to new york um Basically just switched to whiskey because I was like a beer is like eight dollars. Yeah, a whiskey is like eight eight dollars. So I was just like if we're More going effective. bang for your buck um, What's it like in Texas? In Texas man, you can get a shot and a beer for like two dollars I mean you can get a shot and a beer here yeah. for like five bucks, but I just I don't know I was trying to drink nicer beer because I was like I'm a grown-up now, but that was just more expensive So I was like fuck it. I'll switch to whiskey and then I started drinking whiskey. My brother was a big whiskey drinker, or he still is a big whiskey drinker. He's not dead. Um, <laughs> but I moved in with him when I moved to New York, and so we were just going out. We were drinking whiskey constantly. We were in Greenpoint. Now we actually lived above a bar, mm-hmm. um, which is now Tender Trap. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we lived right above that, and we would go around the corner to Broken Land all the time. We would order old fashions. 
to the point where like we would just walk in and they would just slide two old fashions across the wall. <laughs> so that was kind of like the intro, and that was the first time that I was like really drinking like a proper cocktail. And I made I made them give me their recipe. I would always like watch how they were making it. Yeah. Finally, I just asked the dude. I was just like, how you know how are you making it? I could see he was doing a bunch of different stuff, and that was kind of where it started. Oh, that was sure. the first cocktail where you were like, oh, a cocktail can be more than just like gin and soda or whiskey yeah. and coke. Yeah. yeah, before that, it was just, you know, like college drinks, like rum and coke and yeah. like Captain and College coke. drinks are interesting. They're great. They're, <laughs> They're I, no, actually I cannot drink. great. In college, I drank uh, 40s of Hurricane, Ugh. and we'd always have like a handle of Bacardi Raz in our oh, mini fridge. God. That was our thing. Yeah. So dumb. So gross. Bacardi Raz, like, I feel like if you pair it with the right ingredients, it could be pretty good. Like, it's a nice, like, I don't like rum anymore. It's raspberry. too sweet. But uh-huh. on top of that, we made it uh, raspberry flavored. Oh, God. <laughs> what was y'all's go-to college drinks? Bacardi Malone. Bacardi, man. <laughs> yeah. Bacardi is a college liquor. Yeah, it is. It's that and, like, um, what's the coconut? Malibu? Mm. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh man! Dude, that's rough. Yeah, that is, oof. it's pretty trashy. Did but... you guys ever have a Everclear growing up? Like the um, uh, really really strong. They make it with like jungle juice. Everclear is banned in Virginia, I believe, and you can only get it in DC. I have it <laughs> I well, or is it is it Virginia? It's banned somewhere. Oh, that you can't get it at uh, ABC. So in Virginia, they have this uh, this liquor store. Or like the, I guess the government regulates ABCs, yeah. Um, so yeah, the only place you can buy liquor. Yeah. Um, was that nine? Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and like at eight fifty-five, there's just lines all over the place for liquor. Um, but like, uh, I don't think you can buy Everclear from there. So, let, so if we ever threw a party, one of my friends would go to DC or like Maryland or something to pick it up. That's like 150 miles away, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's worth it like, to a certain degree. Isn't everybody in Virginia moonshining? Why would they ban Everclear? I, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Support small businesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Not in the area of Virginia I grew up in. It's kind of like a little city-like, but yeah. What was your college go to? Uh, beyond the old. Uh, Dos Equis shot combo. Yeah, uh, it was Vegas bombs. Vegas bombs. What Vegas is that? bomb is, if I remember it right, it's Crown Royal peach schnapps and Red Bull. Okay. And you drop it in, you know, you drop it in, and it's just like a big ass shot. That's just basically like sugar, <laughs> sugar and caffeine and hard liquor. It was, it was, yeah, it's what, rough. Was it good? Did it I mean, actually taste delicious? It tastes kind of like candy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you drink when you drink energy drinks, when you're drinking, it has an effect where you don't feel it as much. So I would drink, like, 12 of those oh, and just God. be fucked the next day. Yeah. But, I, like, my hangovers were a lot easier back then. Yeah. But, like, even that, like, that was, it's just ruined you for the next I'm day. I'm imagining you got, like, some pretty decent beer shits with that, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, just everything was awful after that. Everything, yeah. everything was beer shit. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't, so it sounds like you were kind of good at making college cocktails, which were 
shitty, but like there was a craft in it to a certain degree. <laughs> like relatively, I guess. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, relatively, there was craft in like making a jungle I mean, juice. I mean, definitely. Like, yeah, if like you were to get, like offer up a beer and then offer up like a Vegas bomb, that definitely would be more impressive in college. Yeah. Get like a what do you call it the blue That's motorcycle right. or something? Oh, yeah. Like what is the blue motorcycle? I I don't know. Barely know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some blueberry flavored. I think it's rum and like I don't know. I'm 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 lying to the audience right now. <laughs> but like I just I honestly don't know what it is. But they, I would we I would it? see it. Yeah, let's let's figure it out. A blue. Oh, I don't even have. Weefy. Oh. Because uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah. What's like, it called? The blue motorcycle? Blue, blue motorcycle. And the green dinosaur. That was another college drink as that. well. Um, I think one was like a Power Ranger. Sounds blue like motorcycle. Show. All right, I got it. Okay. Got it. Right here, let's see what this is. This what is. What we got going? Okay. Vodka, <laughs> tequila, rum, gin, Blue curacao <laughs> and sour mix. Yeah, that sounds like a college drink. And some yeah. kind of lemon lime. Oh, there's more. It just keeps going. <laughs> there's lemon and then lemon lime flavored beverage. <laughs> and it lists Diet Mountain Dew, low calorie Diet Citrus as the preferred. Oh my god! Oh my god. my first, the first drink that I ever made when I, when I was underage and scored some Smirnoff vodka was Mountain Dew and vodka. Hmm. It was awful. Yeah, it was so bad. It was I, the worst. That's that's an interesting. What what was your first drink? My first drink ever, I think, was just straight up vodka. Because it was uh, my sister was home from college and she invited a, a few friends over during like Thanksgiving break and to like have a party in in my garage and my parents were like, yeah, you can hang out. And this was the first time me and my friends have ever drank. And we see like this handle of vodka and it's like clear and we're like, oh yeah, that's. It's not going to do much. And then my sister's friend just kept passing it to us. And by the time, you know it, like an hour later, I was trying to get into, like, fit into my dry, dryer in my garage. What? <laughs> and, then I, and then I passed out, not in the dryer, and they took me upstairs and laid me on my bed. And apparently, I threw up all over myself. Oh. And then my dad comes into the garage, and he's like, everybody get the fuck out! <laughs> it was like, apparently it was super scary, but I was passed out at the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. vodka. That was my first drunk experience. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I like. I felt like so back in the day, like the the point of drinking was to get fucked up as fucked up as you can, so you can enjoy the night and experiment with like drinking. The drinking culture, where like it was, it was all a lot about like right? figuring out your limit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it, improving yourself too. It was yeah. kind of like I feel like there was a part of it too that was like you knew you weren't supposed to be doing it, so it was also you were doing it because you knew like you weren't supposed to be, yeah, and you're like, like I'm gonna do it to the extreme because I fucking can, and no one can stop me. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's the saddest insight ever. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna drink myself sick because everyone said I couldn't. And yeah, yeah. doing something you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but nowadays, what you say is like the goal of a good cocktail. Like if you're, I don't know, like what is the most ideal situation for you in particular uh, for for drinking? Like what 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 prompts you to drink? Um. Well, 
Well, I mean, there's a few different things. I mean, when I'm home and I'm mixing drinks, it's experimentation, mm -hmm. but it's also, <clears throat> it's also like, just to unwind, relax, and just kind of sit and enjoy. I mean, it's, it's a lot like eating food. Like, why do you eat good food? You know, yeah. sometimes you want a cheap Papa John's pizza. Sometimes <laughs> you want like a steak, you know? Yeah. So it's like you can experiment and, and have different levels. Sometimes it's still drinking to get kind of fucked up and just do stupid stuff and whatever. But yeah. like going out to a bar, the environment is part of it. Just socializing, being around other people, music, you know, having a different... Different like, vibes, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, there's a different vibe to a bar cocktail versus a home cocktail. Yeah. Like, well, what's here, that well, I mean, here I'm just chilling on my couch. It's just me and, you know, the girlfriend. Shout out to Brooke. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> but, like, there, there's just so much other stuff going on. You know, you can strike up a conversation with other people. There's live music stuff going on. Yeah. You've got the bartender doing all sorts of, like, razzle-dazzle sometimes where they're, like, flaming orange peels and yeah. doing all sorts of stuff. So it's just like, there's a lot of different vibes to it where it's just, you know. Yeah. So like right now, actually, we're drinking, what yeah, do you what call this? Uh, so we're drinking cold brew with Averna Amaro and whiskey mm -hmm. and a little bit of simple syrup to just like sweeten it up. So Amaro is Italian. It's like a digestive and then a little bit of whiskey to give us that like hair of the dog yeah. like, get over last night's hangover and then just strong ass cold brew. So, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, we, earlier before we started the show, actually, we were discussing the fact that we needed a little pick-me-up, yeah. you know, like we were mm -hmm. out kind of late last night drinking non-delicious cocktails. Well... We didn't have, we only drank beer last night, right? Yeah. I'm going on a little tangent. I was, I had some <laughs> shots. I was drinking whiskey all night. I had some tequila yeah. shots. Oh. Well, so I guess at the bar, because um, I, don't, I don't want it to go, get away from me, but like, what, what wouldn't you ask a bartender to make for you that you would make at home? Because it might be either like too confusing or like. I mean, at the bar we were at last night, I wouldn't ask them to make me. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that type of bar. Yeah, if I'm in a, like, divey bar, I'm getting whiskey on the rocks or something, something cheap, and just kind of, like, sip on, because there's some really good cheap whiskeys that you can get behind the bar and just sip on that. Um, but, like, dive bars are dangerous. Like, you don't want to order anything with mm -hmm. vermouth because they don't use it, so it's going to go bad. You what, don't, you but what's the best dive bar drink? Like, best dive me? bar cocktail, yeah. I mean, I'm always just going to go whiskey at a dive bar. Whiskey yeah. or beer is your safest bet. If I was going for a cocktail, an old-fashioned could be a hit or miss, but, like, it's always going to be somewhat consistent. You might get it. It might be a little too, like, orangey or, like, sweet, but it's still going to be a decent... Like, if you're looking for something a little bit more palatable than, like, just drinking straight spirits, then that's a good way to go. Remind me what's in an old-fashioned. An old-fashioned, there's a lot of different ways to make it. Um... But it's basically, it's whiskey, sugar, bitters, and then, like, a little bit of orange and, like, a garnished cherry. Yeah. So, like, there's not a lot that can really go wrong there. The worst case the you're going to end up with something, well, the <laughs> too cherry. Sweet. Too sweet is yeah, basically that. what you're going to run into. Yeah. So this may be a dumb question, but what constitutes a cocktail? Is a gin and soda a cocktail, or is that? Yeah. It is. So it's just anything yeah. with, you're mixing liquor with other, other things. 
Yeah, basically. I mean, as soon as you're adding, I mean, every cocktail, there's usually like a sweet component, maybe like there's a bunch of modifiers so you can get like bitters, which makes it more bitter. It's got like herbs and stuff in it um, or sours where it's citrus and sweet with a, with a spirit. So just anything where you're kind of just adjusting the spirit, even like in Japan, one of the big ones is a whiskey highball, and it's basically just whiskey with soda water over ice, and they mm. do like a little bit of a lemon peel, and they drink those all the time because that's actually one of the ones that I drink. Like if I'm going out day drinking in the sun, I'll do a whiskey highball because I like the taste of whiskey. You're getting water with it. It's very simple. It's like refreshing. You can just yeah. sit and drink it for a while. Huh. So what are the, if you were to make your own cocktails at home, what are some of the tools you would need? Um, Besides that's alcohol, a, obviously. Yeah, that's another <laughs> question. Um, I mean, a lot of people, I think, will skimp on that, and they'll be like, oh, I can just kind of make do without it. But, like, jigger, bar spoon, a shaker. I use a Boston shaker, which is basically just, like, two cups, and you slap it, oh, and yeah. it makes a seal, which mm. is what most bartenders use, just because it's really easy and versatile. Um, but you basically you need a shaker, a spoon, a jigger, and a strainer. Um, What's with the long spoon? The long spoon, so the audio crowd won't get this, but the long spoon, it's all like twisted up like this. Oh, it looks like a drill bit. Yeah, so it's basically, it's so that you can stir it and it just kind of like rotates and it just lets you, it lets you like get a really easy stir on it. And it's also, I mean, if you don't have a long spoon, Mm -hmm. you're going to be sticking your hands in the cup while you're stirring it. (laughs) So it's just a way to be able to stir it really easily without like getting your fingers in someone's drink. Yeah. Do you, are you always stocked with limes and lemons? As a matter of fact, I am. Oh. There's, I actually pre-juiced some limes before y'all came over oh. so we can make Ooh, some limes. margaritas or daiquiris or whatever you want. I've also, I've always got like oranges, lemons, typically a grapefruit, unless it's like way out of season. Okay. Well, well so it's... A beautiful day out. It's what? It's going to be 86 degrees today. Yes, nice. Um, it's, a, it's a lazy Sunday. Make us a Sunday afternoon. A little Sunday hot. afternoon something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. A lazy day <laughs> what, what cocktail. Is, yeah, what is uh, Alex's ideal? Lazy Sunday day cocktail. Uh, well, let's do something, something with a little bit of citrus. Okay. We've already kind of had a pick-me-up. I finished mine really quick. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, hey, I got to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> I looked at you guys, and I'm like, uh, y'all some alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a tendency to drink kind of quick. Uh, how about a daiquiri? And I'm about to stream this on, my, on the Instagram. That's oh, perfect. Yeah. And so what, what is that thing called? It's a... So this is the jigger. Jigger. And it's basically, the jigger is just, it's two ounces on one end. Ah, that's a jigger. Yeah. And one ounce on the other. And this is probably the most important, just because, like, you might see bartenders, like, free-pouring stuff. It's never as good when you don't measure Mm. it. Like, most of the, like, professional bartenders still, like, measure everything. Yeah. It's the only way to be really consistent. See, in that sense, it reminds me of a... Baking is in versus like cooking because like baking you have to like be super super accurate to the recipe or else it'll like totally change mm-hmm. the flavor profile and like the texture and whatever. Whereas when you're like you're cooking with like a pan or something like that, you can kind of like freestyle. But yeah, 
you got to be accurate with cocktails. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of, uh, that's an interesting point that, like, people just kind of wing it. They're bringing out their inner college selves, their, their blue motorcycle-making selves, uh, versus, like, paying attention to the craft and the detail of a drink. And that's what separates the boys from the men. <laughs> um, so walk us through what we're what doing. So I'm just going to make a daiquiri right now. It's really, like, refreshing. You know, this is something you would get if you're going to the beach. A lot of people don't realize what an actual daiquiri is. Most people, when they think of a daiquiri, they think of, like, that thing that you get on a cruise in a hurricane glass. Oh, yeah. And it's all, like, pink and... You know, weird. A daiquiri, it's it's just lime and sugar and rum. It's basically a margarita, just right. instead of tequila, we're drinking rum. Hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. What's going on with your big-ass ice cubes? And also, do you pay attention to, like, the quality of ice? Like, what's what's... Can you walk us through that. I know that, like, bartenders, there's, like, this new culture of, like, clear ice, yeah. I think. Well, can you explain that? Um, so, basically, I can. I can explain that. Um, basically, when you freeze regular ice, you're freezing it all the way through at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it gets all cloudy. So, like, when you saw those cubes, they were a little bit white instead of completely clear. So when you go with clear ice, it freezes top down. So basically the way that I make it is I take a big old cooler that's insulated on the sides hmm. and it freezes top down. And then that way you like you get it to freeze and you stop it before it freezes completely. Yeah. And like I do this, I do this like twice a week. And you take it, you bash it with a hammer, water falls out, and then you cut it into cubes. How do you cut it into cubes? Do you have like so, a... So, right now... So like this Ooh, look is at completely that. clear. Yeah. And it's cracking now because I just like washed it <laughs> with water. But it's completely clear, and it's not just like an aesthetic thing. Yeah. It's also harder because there's basically what makes it white is there's little air bubbles in there. The thing that just exploded. <laughs> huh? The thing that just exploded, I think it just cracked in the... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because <laughs> I got it warm really quick. Um, but yeah, so basically, when you freeze regular ice, there's tiny little air bubbles in there. And those little air bubbles will eventually like let in more liquid, it'll break up the ice, and then it starts to kind of dilute faster. Mm -hmm. So when you do clear ice, Thank it dilutes you. slower, and it's also got a cleaner taste to it because there's no like air or anything in it. So it's got like a nice, fresh, I don't know, it's ice, but it's, it's just harder, it dilutes slower, yeah. and it also looks way better. Like, yeah, yeah, look yeah. At it, it's one of those things, like I didn't think I would care that much, but now it's like I can never go back because you just sit and you look at it and it's like... Pretty it's, more like feeling, yeah. Yeah. it's like a little crystal in there. I know we're on. Oh, yeah, let's cheer. Let's cheer. Yeah. 
what about what about the glasses? Mm-hmm. What about the shapes of the glasses? Like I know that like with wine, um, the shape of the glass like sort of affects the aeration, aeration and yeah, the breathing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a little bit of that. There's certain drinks where you want, like so a Sazerac. It's a good drink, by the way. Holy shit, lovely. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is like the best like on a beach island kind of drink. Yeah, it's just easy. I mean, it's it's basically the same as a margarita. Like most cocktails are very similar recipes, and there's just like a little bit here and there that's different. Yeah, this is exactly a margarita, just rum instead of tequila. Jeez. Um, but like as far as glassware goes, like this, you could serve this on the rocks, but it's gonna dilute more, and we don't really want that. This is something that like realistically, it's not gonna take me very long to finish it. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it's served up is because I'm shaking it and I'm diluting it to the right amount. And then once I pour it in the glass, it's not going to dilute anymore. Hmm. So this is something where it's like, there's not a lot of fragrance to it. I dropped a lime in there and it's mostly just for like aesthetics. Yep. But other drinks, like an old fashioned, when you make an old fashioned, you know, they do the, the yeah. essential oils from the um, orange or the lemon or whatever. Mm-hmm. They kind of squirt those out on top and, run it around the glass, that's so that when you drink the glass, you smell the orange. So, yeah, I love that. Like, with any cocktail, there's elements like that. Like, a Sazerac has absinthe in it, and you also, you'll run a lemon peel around the edge and then just toss that. And then that way, when you're taking your first sip, you can smell all that, and you're kind of, like, processing that first, and then you taste it, and you get all these other flavors. So, like, a Sazerac, you want a glass that's kind of more tapered so that when you put it up to your mouth, your nose is more in there. Whereas with this, there's not really much that we're like really smelling. Straight to mouth. It's just yeah. straight, straight in there. <laughs> is there a, the shaking technique? Is there a proper way to do it? Are there unorthodox ways to do it? I mean, everybody has their own. <laughs> is This is like an interesting thing of like, everyone has their own way to do it. If you see me do it, typically I'll, I'll try and like work in a circular motion to just like whip the ingredients yeah. around and get them chilled really quick. You watch Brooke do it. She just shakes it really hard. Like, I like mean, a like, shake light. Yeah, shake like light. all yeah. bartenders, I feel like, do something completely different. Some of them, they do just like this wacky shit. It's crazy. <laughs> There's a bunch of Japanese bartenders who like perfect their own style and everyone's got like their own strategy. Some bartenders will use a big block like the one that I had yeah. and a smaller piece of ice as well. So like the small piece dilutes, the big piece kind of like shifts everything around like there's all sorts of like different schools of thought on it it's for me it's just like i'm just trying to get it cold i'm just trying to get it cold and just like use as little effort as possible so i just kind of like try and whip it around I, there's no real wrong way to do it i don't think um but i'm also not really a professional bartender so i can't really say that to be like a hundred percent seem like you know your chops <laughs> i mean <laughs> Compared to most people, yes, but I'm, like, I am very much the, like, at-home, casual cocktail enthusiast. Like, yeah. if you took me into a bar, the the hardest part is serving a bunch of people. Like, right now, just the three of us, super easy, you know, whip up a couple of daiquiris, not a problem. The trick is when you start getting a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. everyone drinks at a different pace, and yeah. everyone wants something different. And bartender's hard. I've had like five people here, and they're all like asking me for drinks. No one knows what they want. No mm-hmm. one's ready. Then they're someone's done. You're just at it constantly. So 
I'm kind of like just trying to make drinks for myself at home. Yeah. I love making drinks when people come over, but it's just one of those things of like, I would never want to be a bartender. It's a lot of, lot of multitasking. Yeah. So what are some, uh, what are some like definite don'ts when making your own cocktail? What things should never mix? Uh, that's a tough question. I mean, I don't know. I've made some real shit cocktails. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything that you just like don't mix. I'm I can't really think about it. It's just, I mean, every recipe is a booze, a sweet component, and then some other kind of modifier, whether it's like a liqueur, bitters, whatever, and you just want to make sure that it's balanced. So, like, I could make something with vodka, and typically I'm going to try and make it sweeter because vodka has no flavor, you know? It yeah. just doesn't really taste like anything. So it's all about knowing, like, which ingredients do best with what, but I can't really say, like, there's ingredients that just don't mesh. Like, if you tried hard enough, you could probably make them mesh. Okay. Hmm. Um, would you say that you have the ability to, like, pick out or, or spot a uh, amateur drinker or, like, or not am, amateur drinker is the wrong uh, word, but, like, by a, what they order? But, like, an, a, yeah, like an immature drinker by what they order. Um... Immature, like, like mentally, like. Are we talking like I a guess, grown up? Maybe I guess maybe we could just be like, "What does a cocktail say about you?" Yeah, like, let's give some examples. Like, like, like if I got like a fireball shot with like anything, <laughs> like, like fireball and anything, I feel like you can assume that I'm in college. Yeah, um, college or recently graduated. Yeah, recently <laughs> graduated. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, like when I first moved to New York, I was drinking a lot of Fireball, but like that's sort of. I mean, I had Fireball like two weekends ago. I went back from my sister's wedding, and mm -hmm. everyone was out. We were at, at like a country bar at like two a.m., and I just bought Fireball. Like I bought like ten shots of Fireball, and all these shots of Fireball. I mean, if you ordered exclusively Fireball, then yes, I would think that you were immature. But like. <laughs> Everything in its in its right place is fine. Like a shot of Fireball here and there, I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. It's it's like candy, and it'll get you fucked up. So I get it. Like it's 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 got its place. But like, yeah, if you ordered Fireball all the time, I I would be like, all right, man, we, we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew a guy in Texas. His name was Steve. He was a, like a like a thirty something year old man drinking nothing but screwdrivers. Mm. But the reason why it worked. Is because even when people will give him shit for it, that, he's like, "Fuck you, man! Yeah. I like screwdrivers. Yeah, Want to fight thing. about it? Like, I don't give a shit." Yeah. And it's like, as long as you're ordering what you're ordering, and you don't really care what other people think about it, like, you know, I'm not gonna give you any shit. Yeah. I respect Steve still. I'm sure he's drinking a screwdriver right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sunday Cheers Sunday to afternoon. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Steve. Steve was a great guy. I love Steve. <laughs> if he's listening to this, I I hope that he's doing well and he's enjoying the screwdriver <laughs> right now. To Steve. To Steve. <laughs> What about a greyhound? What would that say about someone? I don't even know what that is. I think it's just grapefruit juice and vodka. My a college professor of mine would always order it. Um, that doesn't bother me. Vodka. I love it. I feel like a lot of people drink vodka because it's low calorie. Yeah. And then pairing that with grapefruit juice, like grapefruit juice is strong flavor. I mean, it's bitter, it kind of citrusy. Like I feel like that's not. I, I'm, I'm I'm good with that. 
Yeah, I like it. It's not too sweet. It's refreshing and it keeps you up. It's good. Yeah. I feel like the drink that I'm most judging people for when they order at the bar is not knowing what drink they want. Mm. Like, if you walk up to the bar and you don't know what you want when you get the bartender's attention, instantly you've, you've just, like, moved to the bottom line. <laughs> in my mind. It's like, if you walk um, up to the bar um, and you're wasting the bartender's time while other people are also waiting and you yeah. don't know what you want. You gotta have that, like, backup, like, you gotta have your go-to. go-to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every time. What's your go-to? My go-to, depending on, it depends on where I'm at. My two benchmarks for any bar are an Old Fashioned or a Boulevardier. If you can't make those, you can't make anything. Mm. So those are usually Bo- like... Boulevardier? Boulevardier, yeah. Have you, heard, have you heard of a Negroni? Yeah. Yes. So Boulevardier is a Negroni, but with whiskey instead of gin. So and what's... what's... Campari, vermouth, and then either if you're doing a Negroni, it's gin. If you're doing a Boulevardier, it's whiskey. Well, what, usually what, rye. What about yours? Mine's a gin and soda. Or, no, a mezcal and soda. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then if I'm ordering something with a, more than two ingredients, an old fashioned, with that, I feel like that's a lot of people's go tos. It's just like something everyone knows; they've mm-hmm. heard that name before. Yeah, and they're solid, especially if you want some whiskey. Well, what about you? Gin. Yeah, I'll do like a gin and tonic. Typically, uh, that's if I don't know what I want, I'm like gin and tonic because <laughs> they always have it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's always gonna be gonna be there and it's impossible to mess up yeah it's just gin and water and a little bit of citrus i feel like you can be a little heavy-handed with the gin and not get any tonic whatsoever it's like well i didn't ask for just straight okay gin. so <laughs> you're so you're not a fan so if you go out to a bar and you get a gin and tonic mm-hmm. and they give you a heavy pour of gin you're not excited about that you're not, like, <laughs> you're not no i mean i'm just i don't know about it I, to be honest like i i kind of like gin and tonics because it's kind of like a casual drink and it's like a smooth mm, drink right? so like and don't get me wrong, I like straight gin as well. But like, I need to know that I'm what I'm getting into beforehand. Um, well, so the reason why I ask that is that's usually the difference between when you know you're at like a, a good bar that takes pride in the drinks they make versus mm-hmm. like a dive bar. It's like a dive bar, they're like if they like you and they give you an extra shot, or they're just not measuring anything, and you get like a bunch of gin in there, no tonic. Yeah. They think that that's going to be great for you. You're going to be psyched about it because you're getting extra booze. Whereas, yeah. like, if you go to a nice cocktail bar, they don't do that because they're ruining your drink. And they know, that, like, if I serve you something with too much booze in it, it's not going to be as enjoyable. So that's just a, if we're talking about, like, drinking like an adult, like, that's a huge, like, bartendering mm. as an adult kind of a thing. Like, that mentality when you're a kid of, like, sweet extra booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like being an adult where you're like, oh, this is just, just like straight balance. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. Hmm. Do you prefer tonic or soda? I use tonic syrup. So I have a soda stream, and I just make soda water. And then I have, like, tonic syrup that I just mix in there. To, like, taste? Yeah, I mean, or... it's basically the same It's basically the same well, what thing. What is tonic? I, I'm sorry. Like, I know what tonic tastes like, but, like, what? what is what? What is it? <laughs> I mean, How is tonic made? Is it basically, like, like sugar seltzer? I honestly don't even know. It's, let's see what's in here. Ingredients, water, cane sugar, quinine concentrate, citric acid, lemongrass, and orange peel. So it's basically a sweetener that has a little bit of, like, botanicals in there and, like, citrus to just give it some flavor. But this is what I use. It's just basically, like, a little bottle of syrup 
And I just mix a little bit of that in with soda water and whatever booze I'm drinking. That's nice. What, what do you think? Are the uh, these like summer like seltzer drinks? Are these cocktails? For sure. You can okay. For sure. I mean, anything where you're putting something extra in with your booze, it's a cocktail. What about wine coolers? That I wouldn't consider a cocktail because that's wine. Yeah. Is it wine? Well, I mean, Are it's like it's wine? something. I don't know if it's actually wine. I, no I think I, I feel like beer and wine are a separate category. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's different. I don't really know what a wine cooler is. I always thought of it as like like an adult juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just don't know what Zima is. I oh want to try one. Zima, I think is like isn't that beer? It's it's, it's like a Mike's Hard kind of. Yeah, beer, that's right? what. I, yeah, I think so. It's like do a, they still make that? I don't know. I don't think they do. I think they they're bringing it back. Good. Yeah. For that like '90s nostalgia, mm, good. I've never had one. I want to try it. I've never had Is that it... or like a Bud Ice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've never been iced. I've never had a Bud Ice or anything. Oh, the Smirnoff Ice or whatever. Yeah, I get. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Bud yeah, Ice is just replay. Bud Ice is just what this is like Bud Light but lighter. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'd imagine that. it's just strong because it doesn't yeah, have what? light in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have light in it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but heavy. Yeah. Do they have a heavy bud? It's just, just Budweiser. But yeah, just Budweiser? That's, that's another name for regular Budweiser. I know this is slightly like tangential, but like, what's the Bud or the Coors dinner beer? What? Oh, Banquet? Banquet beer, yeah. Like, what the hell is that? I don't know, to be honest. I guess it's they're like they're regular, they're heavy. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Slightly tangential. Um, okay, well maybe we should get in some scenarios, some adulting scenarios that yields a nice drink. And uh -huh. so what we're gonna do, we're gonna like we're gonna uh throw out some scenarios. So like let's just do it. Let's fucking Yeah, I mean yeah. well we were talking we're, about we're how like the type of cocktail you drink depends on a lot in your mood. Yeah. Or like what do you even feel like eating with it or something? Mm -hmm. So, like, we'll just throw out some scenarios and you tell us what kind of cocktail you'd make for that scenario. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. I've just been laid off. And I'm <laughs> going home. I'm staying at home. Going home. What time is it? It's 2 o'clock. Okay. I'm, I've, I have my plant. I, I carry my plant from uh, a particular New York agency on the subway <laughs> for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm slumping your couch. Slumping my couch, put on some Marvel TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in that case, I'm going straight whiskey. Straight whiskey? Yeah, it, yeah. Straight whiskey, or maybe if I'm feeling crazy, I'll throw some ice cubes in there and make sure I get a little bit of water before I drink myself into a you know pit. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, first, first question after I already answered... How upset am I about getting laid off? Am I like, you know what? That's a good that question. job kind of sucked anyways. Yeah. You're you're slightly embarrassed. Slightly embarrassed. Okay. But kind of relieved. Kind kind of relieved. Kind of relieved. Okay, so it's like kind, kind yeah. In so, that case, I'm saying a nice whiskey. I'm like, I'm gonna treat myself a little bit. Okay. A little pick me up. Make myself feel good. I'm gonna go get a nice bottle of something and just sit and drink that and just kind of think about it. If I was really bummed. Shit whiskey. Okay. <laughs> Not like shit whiskey, but like cheap whiskey. Like I go get a bottle of Old Overholt. You can get a liter for like 20 bucks. Oh, that's your And night. it's good. I mean, it's it's not bad whiskey, but it's like that would be what I would drink if I'm bummed because I can get a lot and yeah. I'm just going to drink it all night long. If 
I'm like kind of okay, but I'm a little bit embarrassed, I'm gonna go get a nice bottle of something and just kind of sit and enjoy it. Yeah. Like what type? What kind of whiskeys? What nice bottles? Uh, I mean, you get a nice bottle of scotch. My favorite is Lagavulin. It's the scotch of one Ron Swanson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is what got me to try it, and it's actually it's like one of the best scotches ever because it's like drinking a campfire. It's just so peaty and smoky, I and think it's delicious. You've given me some before. Yeah, I've got a bottle in my in my whiskey box over there. Yeah. Um, that, or I would get a nice bourbon, something a little bit more expensive. Like, typically, I don't buy super expensive. That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> have you had uh, Pappy Van Winkle before? I've not had Pappy. I've had Old Rip Van Winkle, um, which is one of the like less expensive bottles. Yeah. Um, that was actually. One of one of our coworkers at Deutsch, she got it from a distributor who gave it to her boyfriend at the time, and he was cooking with it, and that's like a now I think it's like a five hundred dollar bottle of whiskey, and she brought it in and she was just like, you know, I feel like this is expensive, so I feel like y'all would enjoy it. I think we killed that bottle in like two hours. <laughs> we just started passing it around and everyone drank from it, which is the best way to kind of enjoy a good whiskey is just share it with a bunch of people yeah we weren't drinking it out of the bottle but we were just like everyone was having a glass of it and we were just kind of stuck late at work that's nice that was good it was good it's so good that's that's actually good another scenario you're stuck late at work like you're working on a project at like 1 a.m and for whatever reason like you know uh your boss says hey let's just redo everything right now like you can't move you like you you there's no way you can continue on with your job without a drink. What drink are you? But you have on? to function still. You have to function a little, yeah. <laughs> but you're also really pissed off. Well, so the trick about that is most offices don't have good ice. Mm. Like, it's usually just some, like, stank freezer that's never been cleaned <laughs> with stale, like, just nasty, like, really small. Because, like, when you make a cocktail, you don't want really small ice because it's just going to melt really quick. So, like, mm. that's the trick about having a drink at the office. Yeah. So probably in that case, I would go with like a gin, a gin tonic or something like that. Um, maybe like Paloma. Okay. Something mm. a little bright. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Something a little bright to yeah. make me feel a little bit better. Because then you all you just go to the store, get some you know citrus, citrus juice, and yeah. tequila. But there's also, I mean, straight whiskey is usually going to be my go-to because there's no need for ice, and yeah. it definitely does the job. Although, so the drink we had first, the coffee, Amaro, whiskey, cocktail. Which was great. That would be another good one, too, is like something, if I'm working late, something with a little bit of coffee, a little bit of booze. I mean, I usually, like when I'm working at home on stuff after hours, I'll usually have something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like enough to wake you up and enough to kind of like dull the edge so you can just kind of just slug through it. Yeah. That would be a good one. What about uh, you're meeting your girlfriend's father for the first time? He's uh, mm. he's in he's up in the he's in the air about you. He doesn't really know how he feels about you yet. Uh, he's kind of a hard ass. He's kind of intimidating, um, and you just wanna. He's like, hey, I'd like a drink. What can you make me? Mm. Uh, I would probably if he's a hard ass. Am I trying? Am I so I'm trying to flex on him a little bit, or or I'm am I trying to flex on him a little bit, or am I trying to like 
you know, I think you're, yeah, I think both. I think you're trying to break down the wall a little bit. Okay. And then open it up for like some conversation. Mm. I of, would yeah, go with sense. the Sazerac. Ah. Sazerac, very similar and old fashioned. It's whiskey, sugar, bitters, and then absinthe. And you typically drink it neat, so you stir it up and then pour it into a glass. There's no ice in there or anything. Um, that would be a good one because it's it's kind of like a, I don't want to say like a man's drink because it's 2019, <laughs> but it's like, it'll put hair on your chest, you know? It's like, it's rye whiskey, which is usually like spicier and kind of like stronger tasting, and then absinthe, which is a very like polarizing flavor. It's, yeah. It's no. very that strong. I don't know if I've ever had a Sazerac. Does that does the absinthe like overpower everything? Is that it the main flavor profile? It doesn't because when you use absinthe, you don't use a lot of it. So mm. like in a Sazerac, you just rinse the glass with it. So you just oh. kind of like fill the glass, run it around, or you spray it in there with a mister. Ah, okay. And you get just like a little bit, you get the smell, but like a tiny bit of absinthe goes a really long way. Can you describe the effects of absinthe? Like I, I know that there's like different types of absinthe Green like, fairy, like right? yeah if you have like the worm or whatever inside of the absinthe like worm is mezcal that's oh that's mezcal yeah. oh wait. the worm is mezcal absinthe i thought the, there was a worm in if there is i don't know about it. the thing with absinthe is most absinthe now is not absinthe like you hear about like like from eurotrip i had some absinthe in Prague and like that night was crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I hear stories like that all the time. Yeah. But, like, I also, like, I've tried to find it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, there's no, like, everything that I've read or, like, searched for says, like, that shit doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know what kind of, like, backyard, like, trash can absinthe you're getting. So it's like, like, made with opium or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, th- I can't remember what it is in absinthe that makes you see stuff, but they don't put it in there and it's like i have two kinds on the bar right now i've got like a little bottle of one that i haven't opened yet we can try it now if you if you all want but uh, (laughs) but like none of it has actual hallucinogens in it anymore i'm sure that there's probably a few in Prague that that might but like i've tried to track it down i can't it wasn't hallucinogenic it was just like a very wild one okay most of the ones you get now, like Pernod and stuff, which is the main one that I use, mm-hmm. they don't have any of that in there. So do you guys want to just try a little bit with ice, or do you want to have a Sazerac? Ooh, I'll have a Sazerac. I've never had one. Yeah, let's do yeah. Sazerac. All right. Sazerac sounds like a, a spaceship. I feel like we need to, like, tip you heavily or something. Yeah. <laughs> Always, oh, that's yeah. another thing about <laughs> drinking like an adult. Always tip your bartender. That's going down. I always do twenty percent. Is that same role apply for bartenders, right? I think right, so. Yeah, right. yeah. What? It's a good like twenty percent. Yeah, that's a good. Or should you do more? I mean, I always want it because yeah, because I mean, like if you order just a beer, twenty percent's like, and it's the beer's like six bucks. It's like a dollar. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Right? So it's like, well, is that, <laughs> is that a good tip? <laughs> um, I mean. It depends. How long are you staying at the bar? Is it your local bar? I mean, 
20 percent is a good tip but i'm always like if i'm walking in and i know i'm gonna be there for a couple hours i'm i'm throwing a fat tip down on the first one just so that they know oh yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's like yeah. A, that's like an old school yeah. i feel like thing where it's just like when you show up you just slap some cash down, <laughs> and then that way they know to come back around yeah, yeah. I, I always go to the bar i always take out like as much cash as i can and i just peel through it you <laughs> <laughs> drop like, some clues yeah like that that gets the bartender's attention well it does but not in the way you want oh really i mean <laughs> uh -oh. I like they know the game is trying to run. yeah <laughs> when you're going to the bar i feel like have it ready but don't be flashing it because then they might feel like you're rushing them right, right. they're just like listen i got shit to do I don't need you over here, like, waving your cash at me. Yeah. So, it could backfire on you, but... Oh, shit. You know what else? I need a charge. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to bust open a fresh bottle of cognac that I bought? Oh, my God. Sip it on yak. We're, we're going to crawl out of here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time on Funky's Wallet. <laughs> Yeah, we had our wine episode went like two and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty cray-cray. Well, I just bought this guy the other day, and I've been wanting to make a Sazerac with it. So now we're actually going to get to do that. Can I ask how much you're spending on alcohol, like, just purely for that home, like a month or something? Like, um... It depends. Is it a costly investment? Brooke's over there, and she's just like, ah. <laughs> um, let, me, let me break out the spreadsheet. <laughs> well, if you're going to compare it to how much I'm making off of Instagram, it's a, not a great comparison, <laughs> because the amount that I'm getting out of it versus what I'm putting into it is pretty, uh, pretty, it doesn't even out. Yeah, it doesn't well, even out. But, like, I would say probably $200 a month unless I'm collecting a bottle. Of, like, I've got a box of whiskey over there that... That's not bad. It's not. No, I mean, the, the initial investment of the bar is a lot. Um, but once you've got it going, like, I basically have to replace a bottle every month, whether it's gin or tequila or, like, liqueurs and stuff. I typically buy nicer stuff just because... I'm drinking it at home. I don't often have to share it. Like this is like a seventy dollar bottle of cognac that I haven't tried yet. So. Yeah. Oh wow. Thank you. So yeah. I have a question, and maybe like just tell me if you don't want to talk about this or not. But what is the business behind uh, being a a bartender influencer? That's a great question because actually I'm live streaming with Priscilla is asking the same thing. She's like, oh, "Okay, you make money on Insta?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat the question? I got distracted because Priscilla was talking and she had a <laughs> show last night, so I'm going to ask a question by a fucking celebrity right now. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Priscilla. She said, hi. Hi. <laughs> Am I the only one on that, too? Can y'all like point that at you for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get him Frank. <laughs> there you go. There's all right a little bit. Hi. Uh, well, what's, the, what's the business behind... Um, being a bartender influencer, like, how do you make a living? I mean, I could not make a living off of mine mm -hmm. at all. Like, not even a little bit. 
The most that I made was I got paid like 300 bucks um, and a case of whiskey from a whiskey brand that wanted me to do. So they basically gave me 100 bucks a post. They sent me a bunch of whiskey um, and then like that was it. So most of them go like that. I've had, like I had a cognac brand do the same thing where they just, they wanted photos. They wanted one photo. They bought me a bottle of cognac to use to make a recipe like an Easter recipe, which I will never do a theme thing again. Like, <laughs> Easter. <laughs> like, what was it? Was it like Jesus theme? Yeah, or like, God, you know, yeah. I actually, so I made, it was like a pear, it was basically a whiskey sour, but with cognac instead of whiskey, there was like a pear liqueur and lemon juice. So it was like, it was like a fresh, like, I don't know, like hanging out outside kind of a sour drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> To deal with the family. Yeah. The, the drink to deal with the family. <laughs> that's another um, scenario. Wow. That's. That's. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so what are you doing for these brands exactly? You're like, you're making new cocktails before you're like reviewing them or? Usually they'll tell me what they want. Yeah. They'll say, you know, we want like a custom recipe or something. So in that case, they wanted like an Easter themed recipe. So I made the sour with egg white oh, and cool. just used like eggs. Cool. Yeah, egg white is great in cocktails. If there's anyone on here who's afraid of them, they should not be. I like it's super that. safe. Yeah. Um, it makes it like more viscous. And more, yeah, yeah. Know, more body to it. And it's got a nice head, but that's what viscous means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it makes it like lighter. It's got like this like weird mouth feel to it. It's just like soft. Yeah. It's like yeah. drinking on a pillow. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I hope, I hope people watching this aren't hungover right now because this might make them a little nauseous. <laughs> I think it's just a soda right now. Um. So actually, yeah. Let's that's let's great. get back to the oh the yeah scenario. I got one. Um. So say you're, say you're getting a drink with someone who works at like the Park Slope co-op, and they're like very. Earth friendly. They're probably vegan, uh, and they they want. Hey, like I have a garden in my backyard. I got some mint and basil or whatever. You want to use something from there? Make me a drink. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So they got mint and basil. I would probably do like a. I don't know. Like mint. You got the mojito. You could do a julep. Those are good ones. They're like mojitos are delicious and super just like easy to make. Easy to make, but difficult to make look pretty. Um, so that would be one. Um, Vietnamese gin and tonic. Oh, what's that? It's basically a gin and tonic, and they just put in like a bunch of like fresh herbs and awesome. stuff. It's yeah. oh, do they like, like grapefruit peel it or whatever? Or? I don't know. Honestly, I've never seen them make it. I've only drank it. And it's just basically like a glass of just kind of like fresh herbs and stuff. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. I actually wasn't in the gym. I'm going to try this first just to make sure I didn't forget a little bit. I'm not good at talking and also doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That's the only why I would make a terrible bartender. I can't like talk to y'all and also so I'm like no, you're doing fine. 
real hard right now. It's like, here's your drink, but let me taste it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, bartenders yeah. always do that. They'll dip the little straw and they'll taste it. I mean, if you're oh, a oh, real yeah. box, it's great. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like fresh. <laughs> yeah. It almost reminds me of, like, like sweet tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South. Yeah. yeah. With, like, I mean, it's down south sweet tea, but, like, slightly New Yorker with, like, a little passion fruit or something in it. I mean, it is from New Orleans. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, all right. We've got that's that already invented, right? Yeah. Huh. Like, Asian vibe to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's strong whiskey, cognac, bitters, sugar, and absinthe. Like, and I just ran a little bit of lemon around the rim just to, like, boost the scent a little bit. Yeah. You got that. You probably have it on your fingers and stuff now, which is another yeah. thing. Of, like, it's very nice. A lot of bartenders, they'll run around the outside so that when you, like, go to touch your face, you can, like, smell. Mm -hmm. Citrus on your fingers, which is nice. I feel like Sazerac's about to have like a moment, and like pop. Up. They're they're gonna be the new like old fashioned. I feel like there's like trends in France that like mm. happen every so often. Like, I feel like <laughs> in New York, especially like old fashioned is a very big like go to for people, even if you don't know anything about cocktails. Yeah, because it, it's all around. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing in Texas too. Like everyone's just drinking all that. I mean, you it has like a sophisticated name. Yeah, right? and it's fairly simple, and it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's like trends in cocktails. I feel like. What what uh, cocktail trend do you? Guys I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with age too. Like I feel like when you're in college, you really wanted to try a Long Island iced tea or something like that, or oh, yeah. God. Or, or Red Bull vodka. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Fireball, and yeah. then now it's like. Yeah, I used to order like a lot of old fashioned. Similar to how like people were like always ordering IPAs, yeah, bars, and now it's kind of feel like sours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a moment where uh, what was it? Root beer had a had a moment. For, like, oh yeah, not your granddad's root beer. Yeah, but like that died pretty quickly. Yeah, root beer is great. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like after doing this Instagram, like there's so many trends. That you see from like bartenders that are just kind of like eating this like milk punch. I'm gonna go ahead and milk punch. Oh, what's that? Milk punch was huge this last like this last like winter. Please tell me it's not milk mixed mixed with fruit punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Oh real? god! Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Not quite. <laughs> so, so it's basically you take milk and you take like lemon juice and liquor and like there was one guy who was like a famous bartender. He would soak the milk in uh, Fruit Loops, oh, and he would make uh, cereal, milk, yeah, like cereal milk, and then you take lemon and like other different liqueurs and liquors, and you let it all sit mm. in the milk, and it basically separates uh, the solids of the milk from the like clear liquidy part, yeah, so it's and, light. and then you strain it out, and it's like it would look like this if it was red, like if, if you use like Campari oh. in it, it would be this color, or like clear. Wow, it's got this like it's kind of like the egg white where it like yeah it just adds like a texture to to the drink and like you, it's got like a silkiness to it. I don't know. Like I want to try that. <laughs> that, yeah. that was a huge trend. Right now, tiki is is having a little mm. bit of a revival. Scorpion bowls and shit. Yeah. Oh wait, scorpion bowls. What's a scorpion bowl? That's like the big one, right? Like you yeah. share like multiple straws out of it and stuff. Oh oh, it's just like just the. The style of the cocktail. Yeah, it's just a big like porcelain decorated bowl, and they put a bunch of straws in it, and then you share it. Yeah. So like, are tiki bars more popular? If I feel like they tiki, are. if a tiki. Like they are. I had a friend who just opened one up in Virginia Beach. 
just last year. I feel like it's tiki bars are popping up a little bit more, and it's also people are doing like low alcohol cocktails, or right. there's there's bars that are doing complete like alcohol free stuff now. Yeah, yeah, it's so I interesting. I actually I, I opened up a, uh, the fridge at my at my office and they had like the Heineken Zero or whatever, <laughs> and I was just like, it's eight a.m. Would I would I get fired if I was just drinking one of these because it's technically like alcohol free but like it's still in the same green bottle I, I would like, worry about you a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little just bit, a little bit. <laughs> I have a rule where it's not which is why I'm glad we did this when we did is I try to not drink before one o'clock okay yeah. on the weekend <laughs> yeah, we, we had a whole debacle it's what, what, whether or not it was at 12 or 1 or 11 or 9 it wasn't. It wasn't a debacle. You said one, and then you said twelve, and I was like, "Wait, I thought it was one." And then I agreed to twelve, and then you said, "Can we do one?" That's not a debacle. I don't know. It sounds like a debacle to me. Okay. Well, yeah, but no. Afternoon drinking is fine. I I'm still a little shook from the brunch episode because I feel like mm. there were some differing ideas on brunch cocktails. I, for one, don't do the Bloody Mary. I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I'm very anti-Bloody Mary. Ah, I like them. <laughs> it's kind of gross. <laughs> They're soups. It's totally they are. Soups. They are. It's, it's like vodka. Spongy. So it's like, it's cold soup and vodka, yeah. which are two things that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm drinking in the afternoon, I want it to be something that's going to, like, energize me, yeah. not, like... Like orange juice. Yeah. There's, there's like the flashy mixology, and then there's what are they called? 
there's a word for like, like, compe- like compe- almost competitive bartenders or whatever. I'm blanking on what they're called right now, but it's basically like Tom Cruise from Cocktail, where, <laughs> where they're like tossing stuff around. I don't know why I can't can't summon the word right now, but those those guys and ladies who are doing that, ridiculous. That's like, absolutely <laughs> absurd. That's Coyote Ugly, right? Like that's like. It well that. I guess it's kind of the same thing. I'm trying to. I. I would. That's gonna kill me because I can't think of the word right now. But that's a whole different thing where they're just like doing tricks with the tools and all that shit. And it's just like, dude, just make a drink. (laughs) If I walked into a bar and they were doing that, I would be so just irritated. Kind of like how I feel with magicians, but like with them. But like then you got like the flashy mixologist. But I hate the word mixologist. But I also like don't really like being called an influencer. I feel like both of those things. <laughs> Technically, I'm a micro-influencer, so it's not even fancy, but... Blair Bartending. Blair Bartending. Blair Bartending. Thank you, Brooke. Okay. Another, another shout-out. Shout-out to Brooke. Out. Blair Bartending is the worst. <laughs> it's awful. And I get, like, because I do all this stuff on Instagram, it gets served up on my feed, and there's just people, like, flipping cups around and stuff. And I'm just like, that was the skill... You chose to like hone in on. I mean, some people like it. I don't know. Like, if you like, if you're into that, yeah, I think it's cool. cool shit, yeah, it's done. What well, do you I'm think just, about flame, flame drinks? Like, just flames in general when it comes to mixology. Not awesome. flame. I love it. Yeah. Like, okay. So the thing. So the other side of that, we're, we're putting flare bartenders to the side where they belong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, fancy mixology, like the over ceremony of it, it can get a little pretentious, a little just kind of like douchey but for the most part it's fine like there's a certain like especially like i keep saying like in japan they do certain things certain way like in japan the craft of how they're like serving you their the drink it's very like meticulous it's very thought out and they're like making a show and making your drink which i think is an experience that everyone should have it can be really like when it's done well and you don't really feel it so much and it just seems kind of like routine and it's just thought out mm-hmm. it's great when you get people who are like doing ridiculous shit and like tossing it behind their back and stuff, I think that's where it gets a little absurd. Yeah. But like flame drinks are awesome. So like in a in a like an orange peel, mm-hmm. when you so like when you cut this and you squirt the oils on the drink, it gives it a scent. It gives it the scent of the orange. So like if I like squeeze this and kind of just rub it, you'll get the smell because there's oils in here. And they're super flammable, mm. which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if yes. I take a fresh, <laughs> yeah. if I take a fresh orange peel and I squeeze it over a match, it'll make a flame, which I think is really cool. Is cool. There's people who do that when they do the rim; they'll like flame it into the glass. Yeah. I don't really think it has any like taste value. Mm-hmm. I would have to look that up to be sure if it actually did or did not. But like. It's kind of a fun thing if you see the bartender walk up, they do that, and then boom, they shoot a fireball at it and then slide it across the bar. Yeah. Cool. Like, I'm into that. Drinks with fire on them, like tiki drinks, they'll do like a turned out lime and they'll fill it with a high proof liquor and just set it on fire. What? Yeah, it's it's like they put a little lime boat in there and they'll light it on fire so that when they serve you your drink, you've got like a little torch in there. That's awesome. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It's beautiful, and it's like there's an art to it where it's one of those things like it seems really easy. You just take a lime and just like put booze in it, and let it fire. I've tried doing it; it's actually way harder. Than <laughs> yeah. um, but like stuff like that, I think is great. I mean, it's super cool. There's just like a fine line that you can cross with. Like, is it too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And if you're like asking yourself the question like, is this too much? It's probably too much. What is too much for you? Too much for me is like a bartender wearing those like sleeve things <laughs> and, and like a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're they're like trying a little too hard to be like the <laughs> the flashy, cool like bartender. You just end up looking like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, when I go to a bar, <laughs> I'm, I'm like scoping out a bunch of stuff to try and figure out what kind of drink I'm gonna get. And when I see someone who's like overly hip just like with the things on his arms yeah. and he's shaking like really weird like clearly he's like working for it a little too hard those are things i'm like as i'm probably not coming back here but like if the drink's good they can do their thing if they do all that shit and the drink's bad then i'm just I, then then i want to <laughs> then i want to talk to them and just be like yo spend less time on this like show and more on like what's in my drink right now yeah What about, all right, back to the scenarios, uh, what about, all right, no disrespect to Brooke, but say you're single, Okay. first date, and uh, <laughs> she, she laughed at how, at how quickly I adapted the scenario, okay, I'm single, <laughs> yeah. I'm listening, okay, so, all right, I can imagine that, no, so, all right, and then you don't want to be, you don't want to be too, like, uh, too, like, arrogant, too, like, you know, like, too much. You don't want to be extra, but you do want to impress her a little bit. So what kind of drinks are you going to order for her? Mm. You don't want to be pretentious, but you do want a little bit. So I'm ordering drinks you're for ordering, a date. Yeah, you're ordering for both of you. Have I asked her? I feel like the best way to do that is just ask her what she likes. What, um, what, what, what if it's the same? She doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, pick. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know. I pick. We can play it out. All right, you be the girl. <laughs> I feel like I don't really know what I want. I'm into anything. Into anything. Okay. Just whatever you want. Like, whatever you're getting, I'm getting. Just, oh, okay. Whatever I'm getting, you're getting. Uh, Alright, well, I figured it was like, like a whiskey sour. I'm going to test the water. Let's get some whiskey sours. Ari, 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 Ari. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's get some whiskey sours. I feel like that's a good, right. that's a solid move because it's citrusy. You've got a bit of a like a, a rougher spirit in there, like whiskey. I feel like less women drink whiskey. I know a lot of women who drink whiskey and they like really, really love it. But I feel like the most, I feel like it's mostly men who drink it or there's like maybe a little bit more men that drink it. So I feel like I would do that because it's, it's a whiskey, which is a spirit that I really like, in a delivery that's a little bit more fresh. It's a little bit yeah. muted. The, the whiskey's a little bit muted. There's some fruit in there. It's probably going to be a little bit on the sweeter side. Test the waters with that. I'm going to order something that's like, I'm, unless I'm like trying to like, all right, this is it. If, if she's not into this, we're done. Yeah. If, if I'm that kind of single person. But I feel like <laughs> that's very interesting. I feel like I would try and order something that has stuff that I like that I feel like she could also like the general average person would appreciate. Yeah. That's my move. That's a good move. And you can go to New York Sour, which is one of my favorite cocktails. Actually, revised New York Sour. New York Sour is a whiskey sour, but it's got a red wine float on top. Pretty much, pretty much at, <laughs> about, it sounds like we're about to have one. Sure. Um, 
Alright. <laughs> I'm trying Dude, to imagine that. You guys so fast, by the way. <laughs> That's alright. Take it slow. I, I did not pre-juice, I did not pre-juice lemons. Okay. So this is going to take me just a little bit. Okay, a little disgusting. Talk amongst amongst yourself. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to imagine what that tastes like, and I can't. It sounds, what kind of wine? Red wine. Just any red wine? I use, um, I typically will use Malbec. Oh, oh, so it's it's gonna be like heavier than that, right? Yeah. Okay. So the thing that's nice about this is it's very like fruity, but it's super strong. Yeah. Right. And it's got. It's, so it's got like that initial sour, and then it's kind of like full body. Yeah. Well, so there's two ways that you can drink it too. Is like you can just drink the wine off the top and then have yourself a whiskey sour, yeah. or you can mix it and then you get this like. Kind of like, like almost like a sangria type of thing, but like on steroids. So it's just like really, really strong. I I always feel like it's just simple to mix wine in like another. Yeah, wine. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, there's like sangria. It's sangria, but like, yeah. but wine and liquor, I've, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah. Is there is there a nice beer and liquor drink? Um, oh, good question. Beer and liquor. Never get sick. Sake bombs. Uh, oh, that's kind of, yeah. To a certain degree. That's, uh, yeah, that's a That one. <laughs> I'm not a big sake fan. I had a buddy back when I was skateboxing. I had a buddy who was repped by a Japanese uh, diet energy drink. And the night that he got the, whatever, the sponsorship, yeah. we all went out to a sushi bar and started just like, just doing sake bombs all night long, diet energy drink. It was so bad. Um, I don't know if the sake bomb that I'm talking about is the same as what you're talking about, because this was energy drink with sake. You just drop it in and shoot it. Uh, and I'm, no, I'm thinking of a one. Well, actually, yeah, just drop the sake into a beer or soju bombs. Oh, soju bombs are pretty good. Yeah, I like I like those because you don't taste the soju. Sake soju. Yeah, like it's just kind of like. Very mute flavor, I suppose. People say mute flavor is in the Solid crowd, right? Or the mixed influencer crowd. <laughs> uh, whatever you flavor. whatever you hate or whatever you want to be called. So we figure like the Pokemon? Huh? Mute. A, a, a mute. 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 Mute flavor Do profile. You think mute too? <laughs> mute too. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag mute too. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, just, oh! I see what just happened. I, I see what you did. Yeah. Start a movement. Okay. It's so stupid. Alright, I'm gonna put the your work into the open We should do a wine and liquor episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> combine Vanita and Alex. Yeah. So yeah, it could be like a, a competition. Well, in episode nine of Tony Keys Wallet, you can figure out. No, I know, man. I, it's not that I don't understand what makes it unique and what makes it like. Do you like beers? Like, do you like beer a lot? I so here's the thing with beer. 
I didn't really drink it for a while because it made me feel like super heavy and yeah. want to die. I'm kind of in that phase of my life. Mm -hmm. um, so when I drink beer, this is my big ass bag of yeah. clear ice that I have because I have to make this all myself. Um, I didn't really drink beer for the longest time. Now when I drink beer, it's mostly like I like the cheap shit. I like highlight mm. and just like something easy. Um, so I don't really know much about beer either. I like Guinness a lot. I like cheap beer. Um, I, had I had coffee. So this was this is what it was. It was I had a coffee stout somewhere, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing." And I was like so psyched by it that I started drinking beer again. So that was, I mean, that was the thing that kind of like got me back into it. I had sour beers. Sour beers are awful. Priscilla, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> how terrible they are. They're making me try one. You must not like kombucha. I love kombucha, but I hate sour beers. I don't know. I had some like weird like passion fruit sour uh, beer. I don't know. Like sour beer. Like I don't know. It's kind of good. I feel like Priscilla and Becca. Shout out to Priscilla and Becca. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out! Uh, <laughs> they've been pushing. Shout out to Steve. Not your Steve, but uh, my partner Steve is watching the live stream. Oh, Shout out, to, Shout out to Steve Tor. Um, is that still his Instagram handle? No, that's a funny question. It's <laughs> funny. <laughs> he changed it because he has those ads out in the world now. Oh, right. He changed it to Steve T. That's not Steve Tor Tor is better. I like Steve Tor Tor. I'm going on a record there. <laughs> oh. Oh wow, this is this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting with this one big block being able to sit out of here for this shit. I think the oh wow backside is cool. Finesse. Oh take a picture. Look at that. One for the PKW page. <laughs> It's pretty. It's so pretty. It's pretty. I don't know. I think we're a little lit, right? I think I'm getting all drunk. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> this happened the the last alcohol episode. You guys ate breakfast, right? I had a yogurt. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't try. I had a full breakfast. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm not gonna walk and fuck the towel over me. So. Shut <laughs> <Check> out. Shut <laughs> out. Okay. I'm gonna try this again first, just to make sure it's really good. <laughs> Do you have any uh, cheering traditions? Cheering traditions? Yeah, like like There's one thing that I don't know how to originate. Do you do the thing with shots where you tap it down first? I don't do that. Cheers. I, I don't like to waste time. Um, <laughs> if I'm here, Straight I'm going time. here. Why would I go down <laughs> first? Unless you know flip cup, you have to oh, use yeah. that. Right, right, dude. I played with a, I played with a dude the other week. And he's like a big, cups. like a big frat bro looking dude, and he cheated, man. Oh no. He was up here, and he just like went down and drank. It's down, up, down, drink. Did right? you win? Did you get your revenge? First of all, we should have won because mm. we. It was photo finish. We just barely like got ahead of him. We definitely finished first. Mm. Then went to a flip off. They, we lost the flip off because our partner like got shut out pretty bad. But then, come from behind victory, fucking smoked their asses. Nice. The end of the day, we fuck walked Chad. out. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Chad. Yeah, fucking Chad. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that guy. I know he knows 
Am I? I'm yeah. alright. Like yeah, you're wow. up here, down, up, yeah. down, drink. Not yeah. fuck chat. Yeah, fuck chat. <laughs> fuck chat. 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 This feels like a Sunday drink, like the ideal Sunday. This is like, like if you like like sangria, but you want more. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah. Some... Yeah, Rebel Yo. I like this. You want, you want more and more. You want to mix it. Like it. <laughs> I'll mix it. So it changes completely. Like, first you're getting mostly wine. And I'll just okay, give it yeah. a little stir. Oh, wow. Color changes. It's It's... Gentle bar. This, this is what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable with your stir. <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah, now you're going to stir it. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, just plunge it right in. Really, you were really gentle with you and then just like jab the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I had to overcompensate. <laughs> so now, it's, I mean, this is one of those ones that's fun. Like, it's especially fun to make for people because, like, the reaction you yeah, had good. was, like, oh, shit, like, mm -hmm. you're doing a thing. Of course, so this bar is a little high, so it makes it tricky to, like, I'm short. Yeah. I should get a stool up here and do this, but, like, this is one of those fun cocktails. It's super easy. It's just a whiskey sour with wine on top, and all you do is you pour the wine on the back of the spoon so that it just stays at the top because it... Yeah, what is, you know, what is fun so different liquors and, like, liqueurs and mixers have different kind of other way to say this but like different weights oh so like grab like you're you're offsetting the gravity so wine is very light so you can pour it along the top and it'll just stay there until you mix it whereas like simple syrup it's very thick sugary oh, it's heavy so, so if i was to make like a strawberry simple syrup i could pour it in and it would just go straight to the bottom yeah so like certain things have different Weights to them, and you can do fun stuff like that. What's how do you? The, no, oh, sorry. Oh no, I was, I was just saying. Like, what, what do you? What do you think about? Like, how important is presentation to you? Super important. Mm -hmm. You're you're designing I mean, too. Like, I'm a designer. I'm also taking photos of them. Yeah. So presentation is key. I mean, that's part of why the clear ice is important. Like, when you take a photo of clear ice versus like white ice, mm -hmm. it's a whole different. Like. If you pay attention to this ice, like you can barely see it at a certain point. Like once mm -hmm. it goes under. Next time you look at a cocktail that doesn't have clear ice, you're going to be able to see the ice. It's just like a different, it just looks yeah. less clean. Yeah. Is there a different, oh, like, is there ever a time where the presentation fucks up the, the actual flavor profile? I mean, fucking up the flavor, I don't know about that. But, like, I feel like, especially because I do this Instagram thing, I'm looking at cocktails daily and yeah. just, like, surfing cocktails. And I feel like there are certain garnishes. For me, I like it to be functional. Like, it should be pretty, but also, like, not get in the way. Like, I tossed my lime wheel earlier because it's getting in my mouth and I was trying to drink my back. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. happens. So, like, nice presentation. Right. Right. So, it's one of those things of, like, it's fine to toss it, whatever. Like, there's certain people who will just, like, over-garnish. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's these little clips. I actually got some because mm -hmm. I felt left out. Um, so, like, people will take these little clips like a garnish to the side and I'm just like don't if I went to a bar and they did that like I do it 
for photos because it makes it a little bit easier to just keep the garnishes from like sinking into the glaze. Do you Photoshop it out? I don't really know. I yeah. don't Photoshop anything. I might just try and hide it behind something else, mm -hmm. or I'll just kind of like leave it in. I don't really. I know a couple of people. This is, this is gonna sound really weird because it's kind of just like them photoshopping like magazine covers and stuff. But yeah. I don't really like to Photoshop the drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like for me, it's cheating, like right? I'm the everyman bartender. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. I'm here for for y'all yeah. who are just like trying to learn how to make drinks or whatever. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex and Steve. I know Steve listening. Shout out to Steve again. But like. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll Photoshop a little bit of stuff, like if there's a bubble or something that I like, I'll do it from like a designer's eye. Like this is a little distracting. There's a bubble in here. I don't really want that. Or like maybe I've got a weird highlight or something that I don't want. I'll do that, but yeah. I'm not like removing stuff that's uh, like like a clothespin or like not boosting the levels of anything to where yeah. it's unnaturally like. I, there was one time I had to Photoshop a line because it was just not in season. Mm -hmm. and just like, that's the one time I've ever done it. Brooke supervised. It was just like, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't look appetizing. Yeah. But for the most part, what you see is what the drink looks like. And that's important because it's, like, I want people to learn to make this stuff at home because yeah. it's actually, it's really easy. Like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. It's, <laughs> it's just like cook. It's a lot like baking in some ways. But it's it's just super easy, and anyone can do it. And it's, it's great when people come over. You know, you whip yeah. up some drinks for them, and they're just like, "This is fucking it's a great. much better experience." Yeah, yeah. When you can, when you're drinking by yourself, you can make exactly so. Like, if you like old fashions or palomas, where I mean, there are a thousand ways to make a paloma, you can make it exactly the way you like it. Can you go through all one thousand ways to make it? Uh, <laughs> okay, maybe not a thousand. You can make, you can make a paloma with Doritos, grapefruit soda, which I think is like oh, one of the most traditional ways. And you can make it with San Pellegrino in the can, which is one of my favorite ways. Mm -hmm. That's like a quick outdoor, you just dump out San Pellegrino, fill it with some tequila, and boom, you got yourself like tequila and simple syrup, San Pellegrino is not very sweet, but like, boom, you got yourself like a Paloma in a can. Uh, and then the way that I usually make it is fresh grapefruit juice with soda water and so I have a question. Um, we're talking about adulting. I think podcasting, or like listening to podcasts, is very much so adulting. I don't imagine like eight-year-olds listening <laughs> to NPR and shit. That's our, that's our biggest fan. Yeah, yeah. Eight-year-olds. Yeah, pretty much. I check the Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we try to build them. Um, but like, what 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 is the perfect podcast listening drink? Like, what are people going to listen to Phone Thieves Wallet to? What's, what, what's a good recipe for Phone Thieves Wallet? Good recipe for Phone Thieves Wallet. Are you thinking, like, a particular episode or just anything? No, just, like, just listening to, to podcasts in general. Sunday afternoon, you're chilling. You're just, you're trying to get your shit together. You're probably doing laundry. I'm trying to figure it. You're literally figuring oh, shit. out. So I'm like doing out. chores and shit right doing, now. Yeah, it's Sundays are chill a chore day. Yeah, chill chores. Chill chores. Yeah. You got you got a drink going. Hashtag chill chores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Pokemon references today. <laughs> chill chores. <laughs> chill chores. <laughs> well, like if I'm doing chores, I don't want to spend a lot of time making a drink, right? So I'm, just, mm -hmm. I'm something to whip together quick. Yeah. Uh, it's easy listening. You don't want to get too stressed. 
I mean, I made a drink once that was, it was mezcal and lime and tecate with a little bit of hot sauce in there. Oh, and like the hot cool. sauce, the hot sauce was for a hangover, but if I'm not hungover, I'm thinking toss a shot, a little bit of lime, top it off with a beer. I got myself like a, a drink that's got some punch to it, but I can just kind of like sit and nurse it a little bit. Yeah. Super easy great. to whip up. Super easy. I feel like that, that's a good phone keys wallet chore Sunday. Ooh. What would you call that drink? Oh my god, I don't, I don't really name them. I feel like a, I feel like a chud when I name them. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Funky's Wallet. Funky's Wallet. (laughs) We we should, we should give the recipe out later. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I just gave it out right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Tecate, an ounce of mezcal. I think I just like cut up a bunch of lime and put it in there. No, did you squeeze and then put it in there? I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> Dude, I do this all the time. It's really stupid that I have to like look up my own. I have a really bad memory, and I feel like maybe it's because I drink excessively. But yeah, like, I have some questions about that. Because okay. you're, you're, well, you're one. All right, so you're experimenting, making a lot of new cocktails. Why don't you like to name them? I don't like to name them because I'm not a bartender. I feel like yeah, I feel like there's like a sacred right of like being a bartender that you should, like, there's a lot of people on Instagram who name their drinks and stuff. Uh, it also feels kind of cheesy. I don't know, like, I, I, I feel like mostly it's out of respect for the people who do it for a living. Because, like, a bartender, it's, you know, like, you got the dive bar bartender who's probably just, like, you know, trying to make some cash. But then you've also got, like, career bartenders who take it really seriously. And so, like, for those people, I don't name it because I'm like, these people are, like, but, like, there's people who like apprentice to yeah. be bartenders. But like you That's said earlier, you're That's the right. everyman's mixologist. Right. I mean, you didn't say mixologist because you hate that. I don't. <laughs> but I did just agree to it. You caught me. I'm a little, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, right. so you caught me. <laughs> Chill choice. <laughs> this, this happened last when we had the wine episode. We kept being like, we. Terroir came up a lot. So we were uh, like, Terroir Squad. Ter- Terroir Squad. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Fat Joe. Terroir. So we kept saying that throughout this episode. Yeah. This is Chill Choice. <laughs> chill Choice? I mean, Chill Choice is a good way of putting it. The Choice, the choice <laughs> like, you have to do, but you kind of don't mind because you can drink while you're doing it. Yeah. yeah it's, the best it's like dusting. <laughs> like, like, dusting is like the chillest of chores. I just, dusting. I mean, it's stupid, but it's like... It's not laborious at all. Laborious. That is true. <laughs> I don't know what laborious is. I feel like the least chill chore is sweeping the floor. Fucking mm, hate cleaning yeah. the floors. Like, they're never clean. Over. It's <laughs> New York. There's, they're never clean when you're done. Every time. Like, I could spend hours to it. They're never fucking clean. There's just always dirt somewhere. All right. Anyway. I, 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 went to this, I went to this bar uh, across the street. What's the bar with the rocks and the tacos? Um, a little filled. Oh, Park Life. Park Life. Yeah. Park Life. You got that off of rocks and tacos. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you said little field, and I was like, yeah. Well, That's actually, so, so the reason I said rocks is because there was like this this kid came up to me once. Like, you know, it's a bar where like you know it's family friendly. It's Park Slope one. Park Slope. Yeah. I hate that though. Like this kid, like That's one person that hates rocks. Scooped up a bunch of rocks and threw it in my shoe, and I, all I could do was just look at the kid. <laughs> like, I looked at the parent, and they were like, oh, oh I remember that. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah you were yeah. there, yeah, 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 and I was like, fuck, like, 
I'm just trying to enjoy my cocktail like an adult. <laughs> Zero chill, bro. So, yeah. yeah, but you know, I couldn't, I couldn't necessarily yell at the kid. How many, how many drinks did you have? I had five. <laughs> no, uh, no, I probably yeah. had like two. Okay, if you had two, you can yell at the kid. If you're sober, you can yell at the kid. If you're drunk, I probably wouldn't yell at the kid. Yeah, no, I'm not. Because then you're the drunk guy yelling at the kid. But if a kid walks up and starts throwing rocks at you, and it, you're sober. It was, yeah. I don't know, like, I guess I have, like, a lot of space in between my ankle and my <laughs> shoe. But, like, for whatever reason, they were able to just, like, toss in, like, 20 rocks. And it was, it was a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, like, I was surprised. I mean, you kind of got to be a little impressed by that. Just, I, I, don't like, <laughs> I don't like kids in bars. And I'll say, like, if you're out at a place that's serving food, and it's, like, an outdoor place, it's a family place, that's fine. But, like, this neighborhood, there's so many kids. You go into a bar, and I see a kid, and I'm just like, you're not having <laughs> a drink. Why are you here? Yeah. Like, yeah. I respect parents. It's hard to get babysitters and all that. But yeah. it's like, don't bring the kid to a bar. Also, it's parts love. You can get a babysitter if you live in this area. True. Like, true. like yeah. come on. <laughs> I, there, there was a while where I was, I was trying to come up with an idea for, like, kid, kid-friendly kid bars for, like, smoking and non-smoking. Like, there's a kid <laughs> section in the bar. <laughs> like a McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, funny. it would be, because then yeah, everybody yeah, would play like parents yeah. who go out to the yeah. bar, they're around okay. other parents. But then okay. people like us who just don't want to have rocks on in their shoe, they yeah. just, like, hang out and have a drink. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking about the same it's thing. It's so, like, meta, because it's, like... It's McDonald's <laughs> for parents and their kids. Yes. So, like... Just go to the playground. Yeah. Jeez. I tried to come up with the same reasoning for airplanes, too, but people got real mad when I suggested that. There would be, like, kid kid airlines and kid-free airlines. But, yeah, I didn't go over well. I'm still working. I'm still working. I like that idea. I mean, it's just another option. Like, what's... You still can fly. You can still fly with kids, but there's a second. Yeah, I don't know. Just like walking into a bar and there's a bunch of kids in there. They're always acting crazy and shit. I'm just, I just can't. I'm, I'm about to spend fifteen bucks on a drink, and I see you just like <laughs> screaming. And what's shit. what's a good like kid bar? Like like a bar with a lot of like families. Like what's a good drink for like those types of bars? Uh, well, I mean, like I'm thinking of, like Piggy. Like outside, beach. Yeah, there's yeah. barbecue, it's family friendly. Like, that's a place where I would go and expect kids, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel space. like there's space. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I'm drinking like a canned cocktail. Like, that's where like the canned Paloma would come. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe a margarita. Oh, yeah, they do you can keep it yeah, controlled, yeah. like, just in case a kid runs into you. Like, it's not going to spill out. I think, too, it's just, like, the idea of not, like, openly looking like you're drinking in front of a kid. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's I mean, a... like, they're young and impressionable. You never know. Yeah. It just looks like you're drinking a soda. I feel like that's kind of a big thing. It's yeah. It's like, it's partially, I don't want them around me when I'm drinking, but it's also, like, if you really think about it, like, alcohol is a drug. Yeah. Should you really be, like, drinking around kids if, they, if they're old enough to be aware of it? But what, what, okay, actually, like, I wanted to dive into this a little bit earlier, but, like, what about uh, family events, right? So, like, yeah. you're, you're, I mean, oh, yeah. it's a wedding, it could be uh, Thanksgiving, whatever. Like, what are your cocktails 
Like, I mean, like, I guess it really depends on, like, the family dynamic, of course. But, like, do you have a go-to, like, I'm with, like, all of my family members drink? I do. I mean, so I inherited my iron liver from my father. Mm -hmm. So my dad, I mean, he has, like, a cocktail every night, whatever, like, all my life growing up. Like, he would just come home. You know, he's, he's in advertising, too. So, like, he would come home, he'd have a drink. You know, he'd have a couple, like, usually with him, he would, like, have a cocktail when he got home. Usually, like, in Manhattan or something. Like, usually in Manhattan or a martini. Mm -hmm. And then he would switch and he would just drink whiskey. Um, so, like, a lot of that, I think, is, in, like, a lot of the drinks that I think I like are influenced by him, by my brother, who drinks a lot of whiskey, got me into whiskey. So, like, when I'm home with family, most of, most of the rest of my family are, like, beer and wine drinkers. Yeah. Like, the women drink a lot of wine, the men, they got their Mickey Ultra, and their Bud Light, <laughs> and all that stuff. Mickey, right? um, With the riddles out of the caps. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have my, well, I have my uncle drinking Old Fashioned. So he had never really had, I think, I think I gave him his first old fashioned. Oh, really? You know, he's like in his 40s or 50s. So that was kind of crazy to like serve a drink that I have all the time. I love that To someone like twice my age, like not twice my age, but yeah, like twice my age. Yeah. Um, and he had never had it before and he was like, this is great. I had no idea that this was like what cocktails were like. And now he drinks them all the time. Every time I go home, he's like making old fashioned, like a maple old fashioned, this yellow crazy. Like he, he'll yeah. bring whiskey, like he goes and finds whiskey now and brings it and is like making something with this. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. Uh, usually when I'm with my family, it's like Manhattan's. Manhattan's. I don't really drink martinis. Yeah. I don't really get it. It's just like salty olive vodka. I've yeah, never had a martini salty. before. I never had a salty. Yeah, that sounds gross. But like <laughs> Manhattan, Manhattan's a good go-to. My dad's vermouth is never fresh. Mm. He doesn't realize that it's so vermouth is made from wine, and mm. it's just like a like you've got dry vermouth, sweet vermouth, and then you've got vermouths that are like middle of the road. Mm -hmm. They only last like a month. Yeah. And he does not know that, so his it's usually like there's something about like a stank Manhattan when I go home that it's just kind of like. It feels like, like you drink it, it just feels a little flat, <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's still that's good. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, that's that's, that's, that's interesting. That's. Does anyone sell like a home bar starter kit? Like, could you, does any like any like liquor store? Could you just buy like a case of something? You're like, all right, you're good to make some pretty basic cocktails. You're set. I mean, not most liquor stores have everything you need. Yeah, but the. There's a few like kits you can get for tools, but there's not like a here's all the tools, here's like base liquor mixers. That would be a great idea for like liquor stores. Yeah. You just walk in and they've got all the tools you need and then like a couple of main spirits and whatever. I mean, if you're trying to build a bar on your own, the tools are not that expensive. Like the Boston shaker that I've been using is like five or ten bucks. Yeah. Spoon is like two bucks. The strainer is like three bucks. So that already you've got basically everything you need to make a drink. And then like spirits, you know, you just need like a tequila, a gin, a whiskey, and then if you like vodka, drink vodka. I, I keep vodka, we never drink it. Except <laughs> when Brooke's mom comes in town, she drinks vodka and soda all the time. That's a question I want to ask. Yeah. Parents in town. So like this is a two part question. What cocktail are you drinking when your parents are in town? What cocktail are you drinking after they leave? Like, 
with like the the knife that they leave because oh this is this is all under the implication that it's exhausting. <laughs> um, I mean, so when Brooke's family's in town, they drink. Her dad drinks whiskey. Her mom drinks vodka. So it's usually vodka and sodas, and then I'll make her dad either like a cocktail, like a a whiskey cocktail, like an old fat, like something simple and easy, easy to whip up, pretty basic, like that's what they like. So we usually do that. When my parents are in town, I'll usually flex a little bit for my dad because he drinks a lot of cocktails. Um, one I like is the View Car, and it's basically I'm trying to remember what it's basically like cognac and whiskey. It's similar to an old fashioned, but it's a little it's like a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah. Um so for him I'll like kinda like Usually when anyone comes, if, they, if they're into it and they're adventurous, I'll pull out all the stops and I'll kind of just like try and ask people what they like and just make something. The worst thing you can do is to like make me anything. Mm. I hate that mm. more than anything in the world because I don't know what you like. I don't know what you're used to or like, what, you know, it could be anything. How do you, how do you get around that? Like you, you ask them to like, you ask them about what mood they're in or like. If, if someone comes over and they ask me, like, if I'm like, what do you want to drink? And they're like, make me whatever. Usually it's it's not like a thing that they're trying to do for any other reason than like, they don't, people, when people come over, they don't want me to have to like work. Yeah. So they're, they're just like, you know, when I often make a cocktail, usually everyone gets, you know, I'm like with Spider-Man, everybody gets one. Uh-huh. Everybody gets one. I'll pull out all the stops, make you drink whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. If I have it, I'll make it. I, I love doing that. But like a lot of people, they feel like they're making me work for a little bit, and they don't want to. So it's like, oh, whatever's convenient. Like, just whatever's convenient. Yeah. That drives me fucking nuts, because I don't know what you like. If you yeah. hate whiskey, if you hate tequila, like, whatever. Yeah. So I usually will just ask them, like, well, what's your favorite drink? And then from there, whatever your That's favorite drink is says a lot about you. So I'll usually take that and do, like, a variation of that. So, like, if I get... You know, I like gin and soda. Mm-hmm. Then I could make something with gin and soda, but I could use like a flavored simple syrup. I make a bunch of different kinds of simple syrup. Do you want one now? I don't know. I'm about to keep drinking. I'm like, I'm already. Oh, Brooke's raising her hand back there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> I think we got one more. That's for sure. You can do it. Yeah. And Brooke can do it too. <laughs> I don't gotta work tomorrow. Yeah, it's Memorial Day weekend. So All funny, right. my, my boss was tuning in today. Well, it's the Why are you in frame? Because I feel like your camera's over here. I can't tell. Totally in frame. No, like, when family's in town, I usually, it's more showmanship. Then when they leave, I like a Sazerac. I mean, I I keep saying all the same cocktails, but it's yeah. like there's a reason why they're the names that you know. It's yeah. like there's it's good shit. Like I'll usually for me it's a it's a Sazerac. Like when I come home from work and it's a rough day, it's a Sazerac. I want something mm. punch. Yeah. No ice. No mess. Something strong. Something's gonna like really just like sit me back a little bit and make me calm down. Do you, do you um? I don't know. You're like building furniture. I don't know why furniture came to the mind. <laughs> you know, Neil's face right now, by the way, for the listeners, is like, what is this motherfucker talking about? Yeah, what are you getting at? I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I, 
a good cocktail for a semi-party. Just an IKEA cocktail, because like you know sometimes like like the the I'm usually the trope is wine, right? Like you you you're building a table and sipping on red wine, but like yeah, or beer or beer, yeah. But like, are there any cocktails? I'm sorry, I don't know how I got here. I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk. I would do like a mezcal soda for that, because it would it would it's like I like mezcal because it doesn't like um, put me in like a too chill of a mood. Yeah, it kind of energizes me a bit. Ooh, Vita. Oh, yeah, that's But, yeah, like, I don't know, like, whiskey puts me in, like, a chill vibe. Yeah. So, to, to assemble furniture, to fuck with Allen wrenches and shit. <laughs> yeah. I would do something simple like that. I don't drink when I assemble furniture. Yeah, me either. Oh, these glasses are great. Oh, wow. So, for the listeners, the, <laughs> the glasses are uh, strippers going down stripping poles. Male and female. Male and female. Yeah, shout out to Sylvie and Dustin. Best gift ever. Fucking Monty over here with his bare ass. Best chaps. You know, I just want y'all to know, I specifically made this bag of ice for you. This is Neil and Ari. Oh, wow. Thank you so ice. much. Thank you. Uh, and we're so happy that you're on this show. Like, we've been talking yeah. about this for. Um, I already want to do a part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, what will there be left? Talk about after this one. We Maybe we'll just hang, hang out at a bar. <laughs> yeah. Bar etiquette. Oh, <laughs> uh, bar etiquette is a whole different. That one doesn't even have any. That's good. Yeah, that bar etiquette is like a whole. I mean, bar etiquette's fairly simple though. Actually, it's just know your audience. Don't be a douche. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Like if you're in a dive bar, don't order some bullshit that you shouldn't be ordering. Like, yeah. Do you have, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I love dive bars, like, dive bars are probably my favorite types of bars, uh, and you could argue that, like, tiki bars can be dive bars, but tiki bars are, like, my Kai says hi. Oh, hey, Kai. Hey. <laughs> tiki bars are, like, the number one, like, like, top tier bar, but, like, do you ever find yourself, like, sort of <laughs> code switching? At bars, to a certain degree, like do you do you find this so like this idea like of like if you go to a uh, a punk bar right versus like some uh, fancy smancy bar in like Midtown, like are you cussing more or like are you using the same type of like mm. language that you would use at a at a punk bar at a you know at, at a stuffy. 65th Street, 65th East Street, or whatever, East 65th Bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. It's lit. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's totally lit right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you change your, a little bit, right? But it's like, change your demeanor a little bit if you're in a fancy place. What about, what about like, subtle changes? So like, you're at a punk bar in the LES, mm-hmm. and then you're, Right afterward, you're going to some bar in, I don't know, it's kind of like, oh, you're going to that one Australian bar with the fucking um, uh, 40 ounces. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking I about? I think so, yeah. It's kind of like hipstery, but posh. Models are there. Okay. Um, Where's that at? 
It's also kind of in the Elliot. It's like Soho-ish. Yeah. It's called the Garden, or no, the Florist. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Floral shop. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. like, there's like a, I mean, for the audience, floral shop is like this kind of like. It's kind of bougie, like kind of. You know, you'll you'll get models there every now and then. Yeah, it's kind of hipster. It's like hipstery, yeah. but it's not. It's the exact opposite of a punk bar in the LES like, that uh, has like double torn down, out like double down. Yeah, double down. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Ooh, that's a great shot. <laughs> oh my god. Well, do you, do you do you find yourself sort of shifting tones, or or like, like shifting just... like your behavior? Not really, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like there's a bigger difference between, like, a cocktail bar, like, Blueprint or something, yeah. or, like, a mixology bar, and then like like every other place. bar. <laughs> yeah. The mixologist here. And yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like it's, like, uh, it's about, like, conversation, like, one-on-one -on -one conversation, or, like, I'm fucking funny. Yeah. That's the name. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. I'm not changing, what do you mean, like, subtle changes? Like, I don't think I'm... I don't know, I mean, like, I guess you sort of summed it up, like, you're either having a conversation, like, a, 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 not necessarily deep, but, like, it's more conversational, or you're, like, hopping around, high-fiving people. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm totally, like, I kind of like that. I'm totally down with, like, the environment dictating kind of uh, the vibes. Yeah. Like, that's the reason why I like seasons, kind of. It's like, you know, like, I lived in San Francisco for a little bit, and it was the same, pretty much the same weather all year. Like, warm during the day and cold at night. But I like New York and Virginia because there's seasons, so it's like, wintertime, I'm cozy as fuck. Yeah. Summertime, I just want to be out and, like, out late as possible. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the weather. And, like, I don't know. I'm very much willing to have the environment dictate how I'm feeling that day. Okay. Slip. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know, Alex, like, how, um, so if you're, like, experimenting, making cocktails for, for the gram or just for yourself, like, how are you managing your hangovers and, like, mm. how are you, do you have, like, a, like, are you only doing it on weekends or, like, are you, yourself because I because I listen to this podcast about um, this lady out in Colorado who like experiment who like comes up with like edible recipes and like the danger of that is she has to try everything mm. and she gets fucked up at a certain point and then it's like you know she just has to work within those realms. Um. So basically, the straws. Yeah, the straws very nice. I don't know. I mean, like, I basically, when I started, I was trying to just shoot, like, one cocktail every evening. I started in, like, a light box, and I would just try and shoot a cocktail every evening. That proved to not be useful or just, like, at all a good idea. It just took too long. So now, now that I'm out of the light box and I'll, like, shoot around the apartment and stuff, it was rough during winter because there was no sun. Oh, yeah. I, here, hold on one second. Um, now that I'm like, there's light out and whatever, and I'm out of the light box, I'll shoot around the apartment. Um, 
usually what I'll try and do. Cheers. 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 <laughs> so I'll try and bang out a whole bunch in one day, like, which ends up, yeah, so this, speaking of experimentation and stuff, this is just, I just fucking just threw this shit together. It's basically just mezcal, lime, chartreuse, and cucumber, a little bit of cinnamon, simple salt. Yeah. Wow, so one of my favorite words. Why, why did you choose a cinnamon uh, simple syrup? I would never thought of that. Cinnamon goes well with lime. Lemon and lime and cinnamon go pretty well together. Yeah, I like the smokiness of your mezcal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically I'll try and shoot a whole bunch in a day. When Brooke's feeling up to it, I'll give past drinks off to her. It's nice for me because I can like make drinks for her because she's got a different palate than I do. So I started drinking gin. I used to hate gin, but she loves it. So I would start making her cocktails with gin. I would taste it, give it to her, and then after a while, I kind of like developed a taste for gin. Yeah, same. Not Jose put me on gin. I think yeah. Which is kind of why, like, when people say they don't like a certain liquor, I'm like, just keep trying. Like Campari is a big one. Like, yeah, most yeah. Most people hate Polarizer. Campari, but it's just like if you keep drinking it, it's really good. I hate tequila, but I love hornitos. Hornitos, like, it's, if you hate tequila, it just, it's the smoothest fucking thing. I love tequila. Yeah. I used, well, the thing for me was I used to think tequila was my go juice. Mm -hmm. Like, put tequila in me and I'll start a fight kind of a thing. Yeah. But then I just discovered that I just I get aggressive when I drink. So yeah. now I'm just taking care of that. It's not tequila's fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's one of those things where I feel like most people, it's like they decide they don't like the liquor, and they just hold to that opinion. They don't keep trying it. They have bad associations. Yeah, or they think, like, yeah, this yeah. is my angry liquor or whatever. It's all bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just your, it's a placebo effect of, like, you're drinking it and thinking that if you drink that, you're going to do stupid shit. I guarantee you, if you don't know what's in a drink, yeah. and you drink it, and that's your, like, angry liquor, I guarantee you that's not, it's not going to do anything. It's like, is the other thing is like with mixing liquors. People think if you mix liquors, it's gonna make you sick. It's not. There's no like scientifically uh, speaking. If you so we've drank cognac, we've drank mezcal, we've drank whiskey, wine. We've drank yeah. wine. So <laughs> beer and wine. Beer and wine is the exception. Okay. So we've drank a lot of different liquors. All those liquors, it's fine. The beer and wine is where things get, you know, beer yeah, before liquor. I always thought that was yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason liquors. why is because beer and wine take longer to absorb in your blood. So mm -hmm. if you drink six beers, you don't feel that drunk. You start drinking liquor, you're going to get drunk really quick because the beers are going to kick in. You just drank a bunch of liquor. Now that's how you get fucked up. But like mixing, like we could have a gin cocktail after this. There's not going to be like any worse hangover to it. If anything, sugars is what's going to get you more hungover. Because you're, I can't remember what it is about sugar, but I was reading this the other day, and just like sugary drinks will give you more of a hangover for some reason. Like dehydrate you or something? Well, I mean, all liquor dehydrates you. I mean, we're drinking delicious poison right now. It's great. It's name of your bar. I'm drinking no. What is it? Cocktails and dreams. That's gonna be the name. That's the name of the bar. Movie cocktail with Tom Cruise. Is there really? That's the bar that he is like trying to save up for. It. Cocktails and drinks. Which like, as much as I hate great bar. bartending, you have a bar idea. 
Oh, hit me with it. Yeah. Hit me with it. Yeah, well, we I talked forget. about this in episode three of Bonkey's Wallet with my sister was on. Uh, it was like something with sandwiches. <laughs> in, oh, like, that's a restaurant. It, well, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. It's a bar restaurant. Uh, no, a restaurant is something different. Oh, true. A restaurant is <laughs> yeah. like Hooters. Yeah, that's, that's a restaurant. That's what we call them in Texas. I don't know. I thought I was innovating right now, so we don't, we honestly don't call it. That's true. Um, no, I didn't have like any particular. No, that was from like, that was from me and my best friend's like childhood dreams. Like, he, he, since we were eight, he always wanted to open a, a bar, and then I always wanted to open like a sandwich shop, and then we would, we would just be like, "Oh, let's have it next to each other." Yeah. That was yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, uh, it's, yeah, a, it's a. It's a nice. I like drinking nice drink. sandwiches nearby. Sandwiches are awesome. I would love to own a bar. I would not want to like manage a bar. Oh yeah. Mm. I feel like the best situation for me would be to get like a three-story house. So this was an idea that I had for a bar that melds. The home bartending with the like bartending bartending. Get a big ass house, like a big one. Each floor is like a different style. Like you could have like a modern oh, yeah. house, you could have like a you know what is it colonial whatever. Each floor is like a different type of house. Yeah. yeah. Maybe oh, it's a hotel too. People can stay there and you can just hang out and have drinks and it's like cozy. Out back you got the cabana, you got the pool, you got yeah, the yeah. tiki drinks, whatever. Oh, wow. And it would just be home bar. You just, you <laughs> home just bar. go. I like that. That'd be great. It yeah. would have the same like speaking like lounge or club. Yeah. Home drinking. That's like the most American shit I've ever heard of. Like, <laughs> I got the idea because like I love speakeasies in the idea that they cap the amount of people that can come in. Yeah. I feel like a lot of them can get really pretentious and like kind of just ridiculous. Yeah. But like the idea that they're capping the amount of people that come in the bar the best bar experience for people in the bar is awesome. So the idea of a like home bar would be like, there would not be that many people there. Yeah. It's just like you're just chilling at home, maybe you're staying there, whatever. It's a logistical nightmare. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. in, theory, in theory, it would be great. But like, but it's like, it could be like a WeWork of bars. Like you could have like separate uh, managers for each bar. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's like an Epcot. Well, that means, <laughs> well, so that's a whole different thing, but I like that idea. It's like you could get, I mean, there's like Death and Co. and Dead Rabbit and yeah, yeah. Foreigner, like all the bars in New York that are fucking like just top tier. Yeah. And now you can tell I'm getting drunk because I'm. Oh, yeah. Feeling like I'm like Delicious Poison, by the way. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good band name. Yeah. Yeah. Band and bar. I love how this is like the drunk. Like, we're all just kind of like faded right this is now. A, that's yeah. a drinking episode. Yeah, it's drinking as well. Yeah. I'm. Oh, I already lost this garden. I just lost. Uh, this is a note. Everyone stop listening. Oh, it's Toby. Left handed, by the way. Ooh, Lord, all right. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh yeah, you can get all the like famous bars in New York. Get yeah. them all in one. That would be a, an awesome co-op, like a like a ten mm. bar. Yeah. Like, dude, that would make a sick bar call. It's just like each floor you go up. Yeah, because there's all these like new like uh, food market halls open up in New York. Like, you just have like oh a God, bar. I was at Hudson Yards the other day, and they had this amazing like. I don't want to make my way out there. Very cool. I mean, this is like a tangent, but like. Yeah, this is, no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that he's hanging out. <laughs> well, there's like a Spanish food court. Like it's specifically oh, yeah. like Jose and Jane. Yeah, uh, it's like called like isn't it called like Little Mer- Little uh, Mercado or something? Like yeah, that? Mercado. Yeah, and like every single restaurant downstairs is like Spanish themed, and you can get like your horchata, you can get like your gelato or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like just every single restaurant. It's, it's so specific. I don't like it's actually kind of random because it's like well, there's like that uh, Japan like market in Industry City. Oh really? Open up like months ago where it's just like oh, all yeah. 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 It's kinda of similar. Yeah, we can just do that for bars. Yeah, well, like you have food in there too. You got, I mean yeah. Japanese bartending is a huge thing. You got Cuban bartending, which is a huge thing. You've got yeah. Mexican bartending, which is a huge yeah. thing. American cocktails. Yeah. Tiki. Like each floor if it if, you know you, you get Cubano on one floor yeah. and then sushi on the next. Like you got unlimited yeah. options. Or properly poor J uh Guinness. Yes. I like the Irish bar. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that would be awesome. Well, I mean, Dead Rabbit. And it's just one floor that's just people fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a boxing ring. Yeah. Floor, <laughs> yeah, floor 10, that's the one Instead you get to. If you get to the 10th yeah. floor, you just all just <laughs> yeah. fight. Instead of being like, <laughs> yeah, take go. it outside. Take it to the 10th floor, all right, buddy? Yeah, it's just Battle Royale. I think that trucks. would be... I'm honestly surprised none of them have thought of this before because, like, most of the bars in the New York are expanding. No, not Battle Royale. <laughs> but, like, most of the bars in New York are expanding outside of New York a lot, right? Like, there's uh, Death & Co., which I feel like y'all know Death & Co. Yeah. I've heard I of think I've been that's, there. That's, like, one of the bars that people go to. Like, I read the book over there. Like, people go there when they come to visit because it's, like, one of the highest-regarded bars in New York and in the world. Like, I feel like if you put all those in one place, people would just flock to it. It'd be insane. What's Death & Co. like? Death & Co. Death & Co. is like being in the belly of a pirate ship. Mm. Like, you go in, there's no there's no lights or anything. Like, there's one in Denver now, which is in a hotel, and it's a very different vibe. The one here, there's, like, these big oak doors. When you, like, get there, there's, like, a person in a suit outside. Like, not a bouncer, yeah. but, like, a host-slash-bouncer. And they'll eventually let you in. You go in, it's like dark and candlelit and oh. kind of like spooky. And they've just got this like cheesecake factory menu of <laughs> cocktails. And, like, what do you mean by cheesecake factory? I mean it's it's an absurdly large menu. Have yeah. You ever had a cheesecake oh yeah, menu? oh yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bite macaroni room. balls. Yeah. <laughs> and like their menu is the same way. It's like it's just there's so much. Wow. Like there's so many cocktails and. They do all sorts of crazy shit. Like they'll split vermouths and like they they've got all these like elaborate and great. Like I tried to make recipes out of the book. It's too specific. Like I can't even. Like it's one of those things where like you just can't with a normal bar because they've got access to like thousand different bottles. Oh, wow. oh like, at home. You think they do that on purpose though? Why did they come up with the, the? Because they make some of the best cocktails that you could. I mean, like. They're very expensive, so yeah. you're definitely treating yourself if you if you're going for that. But like, they're really good. Yeah. And if you isolate one, and you're like, I'll get everything I need to make this one cocktail, which realistically is a good way to build a bar. Like that's how I recommend to anyone to build a bar is like pick a cocktail you want to learn how to make, buy everything for that, make it. You know, if you if you don't have the cash to like go, because it takes a lot of money to build a bar. Yeah. Like. Make one, 
and then take another cocktail because you need that, and then eventually you'll just end up, you'll know how to make a bunch of cocktails really well because that's all you're making, and you built this bar out of it. I went the other route. I went to Maryland and spent $500 at, at one go and just bought a bunch of liquor. Brooke was very, uh, she, she had a look on her face when I walked back to the car with two bucks. I thought the dude was going to kiss me on the mouth. I was driving back to, to my sister's place in Virginia one time and found out their liquor prices are so much cheaper than here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the next oh. time she went to visit with me and we were driving back specifically to grab booze for the bar because we were moving in. And I went in there and I was like walking up and down the aisles and the dude was watching me because I looked kind of young and this was like this was like five years ago or something like that. And I was like walking up and down the aisles, and he's watching me skeptically, and he's just like, "Who's a kid? He's gonna try and grab something and run or something." <laughs> and I left my phone in the car, which had my like list. I had like checked prices on everything and like made a list of all the things that I need to get. Mm-hmm. Gotta be thorough. Um, and I just like I walked to the door, and I'm like, "I'll be right back." I need to get my list. And he's like, mm-hmm. and I, think he <laughs> me, "I think he thought that I got like spooked because he was watching me. I was about to just bail." And I went and grabbed my phone, and I told Brooke, I was like, I'm about to buy a shitload of booze. And she's just like, okay. <laughs> and I go in. Prices, right? It was great. I mean, it was fantastic. It was like, it was like half gallons of bullet for like 30 bucks, which like whoa, here, whoa. yeah, here, that's, that's barely like, a 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like 80 bucks or something. Yeah. yeah. So there was, the second time I walked in, I was looking for a cart, because I couldn't carry everything. <laughs> So I walk in and I found this like busted ass cart with a broken wheel and I just like, it's in the stock room. So I go back in the stock room, grab the cart, and I just start going to the aisle, I'm like unloading bullets <laughs> from the cart, grabbing all the shit. And now he's watching me and he's like, like I can see the like change in his face, he's like, what yeah. the fuck? And he, now he's watching me like just, page. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I pulled the thing and it's like $500 for the booze. He gave me a free free bottle of Bacardi. Actually, yeah. I seriously thought he was just going to like hug me and kiss me. I don't think anyone buys Man, that much liquor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just, I was walking out and I got this like box of booze and I'm walking out of the car, Brooks on her phone. She looks up and she just kind of like puts her face in her face. And then there's a dude walking behind me with another box too and then she sees him and it was just like, it was the funniest did you have thing. Did you have to sign a permit? No. Like, there's a, there like, we used to throw parties in Virginia, and like, if you buy enough liquor, you have to like, you have to sign like, you have to like oh, wow. sign a form because it's kind of like, like just traveling with so much liquor. Is it kind of like getting a keg? It's like getting a keg, yeah. Like it's like it. I don't know. You you have like a sort of a responsibility to the community, or like I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why you sign it. In the first place, it's probably just like they need a more thorough record of who bought it because it could lead to like like dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, yeah. You have more responsibility to like the community around you. I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, I did not have to do that. I don't think they were asking any questions. I think they were just like just happy. You know, like you don't look a gift horse in the mouth or whatever it is that they say. I think <laughs> if a dude's about to drop five hundred bucks on like a Tuesday in Maryland. It was like a gas station liquor store. I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna make me fill out paperwork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what are your what are some of your favorite cocktail bars in New York? Uh, Not even a cocktail bar, just like a great, great 
great bar to get a kayak. Do you go to Blueprint? I do go to Blueprint. They don't have a lot of really great food options. Well, I love their duck club. No, I they've got good food, but it's too expensive and it's and too it's small. Expensive. I've only actually ever gotten a duck club. I think I've got some like very cheap fish. We got like an artichoke thing once. It's not that great. It's like they they've got the pulled pork sliders are good, but their food generally is expensive and it small. Is. Yeah, yeah. The but their cocktails are great. So I love Blueprint. Uh, Broken Land and Greenpoint will always have a place in my heart. Just don't go on Saturday. Don't go Friday. Go during the week. Because on the weekends they do like disco and DJ and shit. And that's not my vibe. If that's your vibe, cool. Um, but it's just so loud in there that I can't, can't, can't. Like, there was a point in there where we were sitting there. And this was like when my brother and I were, were regulars. And like we were, we couldn't. Like it was just like my brain was melting. Broken Land. That's uh, where is that? Broken Land is in Greenpoint, off of what, like Kent, and it's like it's right by Greenpoint Avenue. It's off the Greenpoint Avenue stop. It's by Pencil Factory. Yeah. Uh, Trying to remember the cross streets. I lived there for like two years, and think I would remember, but I don't. That's a good one. Um, in Manhattan, Blacktail is great. It's it's the same owners as Dead Rabbit. It's over by, it's like in the very bottom of Manhattan, and it's like a Cuban themed cocktail restaurant. Is it Uh, I think so. Like, I don't know if it's technically Fide, but it's, yes. Brooke is nodding her head, yes. She's better with geography than I am. Yes, it is. It's like very, it's like, from here it's like 20 minutes. Definitely go. It's amazing. When you walk in, it's like being in like a Cuban. Just like hotel, but their cocktails are amazing. There, so there's a place called The Ship in Soho. I don't know that it one. like kind of like emulates. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like when you walk in, you see like this giant moon, but like it's kind of an illusion because you're looking into the uh, uh, like a what do you call those things like a horn of a sh- not a horn of a ship, but like a vessel. Oh, yeah, the, the circular, the, the, the window, the second... Whatever that is, yeah. yeah. It, 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 like, inside of that... P-hole. Yeah, the, ti- the Titanic thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's, like, it's kind of like an L-shape, oh. um, and it's copper. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I only ever hang out in Soho, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm just talking or about, boats. like, boat, boat engineering. Um. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. What was the? Uh, so we're all not from here originally, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where are you from originally? Born in St. Louis, moved here from Texas. Cool. So what was the first bar you guys ever went to in New York? Mine was um, and I wasn't living here. I was like scoping it out to find an apartment, but I visited some friends. And they took me to Welcome to Johnson's and Lower East Side. Oh, what a great first uh, bar. And I was like, it's great. Oh, it's also cheap in New York. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the same as the Johnson's and Bushwick? No. no. It's like uh It has a fridge. Like, like you walk in, the bar is like really like... It's a pretentious dive bar. It's a pre- it has, it's has, slightly it has history. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a pool table. And it's two dollar PBR. Like it, it feels like it felt like it was a bar in, in like, Virginia. Because of the price. And all the the beer is like in a standard like, it's like true. a '90s fridge, like a white fridge. Yes. With like yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's kind of broken down, and like it's just I, I I love it. It's so kitschy, and it's 
Like, I love dive bars because of the kitschiness. Like, this idea of, like... It's right down the street from the Delancey Essex stop. Uh, yeah. It's close to 151 Irvington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First bar. Yeah. That was the first bar I ever went to. I just remember, I just remember, like, people, like, being, like, everyone looked so mean, but, like, hip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I felt like, I felt like just having a book bag in that bar, people were like, oh, God, this filthy tourist. But at the same time, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's bar in New York? That's, that's a toughie. I feel like it was probably a midtown. Like a really? Shitty, like, probably a shitty midtown bar. Because, like, when I was, when I moved to New York, I was living in some park initially and I feel like I probably wouldn't have gone to a sunset park bar just randomly. There's some good pubs in Sunset Park. I'm I mean I'm sure I just I was not in that mode. Like I was broke as yeah. fuck and like I was like, oh gotta go. Wait, over. you're broke as fuck so you went to Midtown? Well I know no, 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 like like I probably was treated by like Yeah and you wanted to like the coworkers New York. Or, yeah, yeah. And like I, I have a feeling it was in like 49 or 50th Street or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably I think it was, is, is that and Double Down Soil. Oh, man. We used to go there all the time. Is there Ass Juice? Have you been there? Mm-hmm. It's Ass like, Juice doesn't sound like something I really want to drink. Yeah, it's not. It's just jungle juice. It's a bar. They have like a pool table, porno alarm all yeah. the time. Uh, yeah, that's what they have on the screen. Vintage porn. That's a weird vibe. That was also very cheap, though. Yeah. And then, like, that's, like, just the vibe, the LES vibe. Like, uh, you go across the street at the library. Oh, also, that one I know. Yeah, also that, vintage porn. That was one porn. of my first bars, too. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was definitely that's one of my first ones, yeah. That reminds me of my first bar idea. Not the porno, but just less fucking extreme. Is it called Mike's Apartment? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was a bar when I was living in Bushwick, and they did yoga in the basement. I can't remember the name of it. It was like Cobra Club or something like that, and they, it was a bar, and then you'd go to the basement, and there was yoga classes, and my first thought was like, you're missing an opportunity here. So I was thinking, you make a bar, and then you do like a, what is it, the one-way mirror? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Everyone knows the one thing I mean, is when like you're working out, you're not looking at people at a bar. But the idea was that the bar was in front of a one-way mirror, and on the other side there was a yoga studio, and everyone in a yoga studio would know the deal. Yeah, so yeah, 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 a cheap yeah. yoga class yeah. subscription. And uh, there, was that, so there was cool. that movie. Like that. There was that movie with Mark Wahlberg and The Rock. And I can't remember the name of it. With you guys or no? He no, like he like ran a gym or whatever, and one of the ways that he got his gym packed and got people going to the gym was he gave like strippers and porn stars like half off. <laughs> so my it's my bar much. idea was open a yoga studio, have the memberships cheap, let everyone know what the deal is, and then yeah, also yeah. offer like dancers, you know, basically just like offer cheap subscriptions to beautiful yeah. people. And then on the other side of the bar, people can drink all the drinks that's they're amazing. made after, like, yoga poses. So you got, like, down and scorpion and shit. That's great. And that was, that was my solution. of like, why are you doing yoga in the basement when, like, if you have people drinking, looking at that, being creeps or whatever. I mean, it's the same as a restaurant, but it's just like. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's um, on board. Everyone's yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. Consent. 
You know. Can you imagine if they kept in the basement and just the floor was of like glass? Like it was sticky. Oh, oh, wow. That that instantly feels more gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was way more gross. <laughs> My version was just like, you know, athletic it's people there. who want to do yoga can get like yoga for, you know, cheap. Yeah. People who just want to sit in a bar and look at people bending over, they win too. Like everybody everybody's coming out ahead, you know. I feel <laughs> like that would be another concept that would be hard to get people on board with, but I, you know, it seems I feel like it would probably do pretty well in like California too. I feel like yeah, the like, yeah, 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 like yeah, bikini influencer vibes and stuff. I feel like people would be fine with that. Yeah. Or maybe like Miami. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Miami. yeah, yeah. Like cocaine. I just remember walking. <laughs> Brooke and I went to Miami, and I just remember like walking by. We were walking to a bar, and it was like midnight, and there were people like working out in front of giant windows with neon lights, <laughs> and yeah. they were all just like jacked and wearing like super tight. Clothing yeah. and something like stopped this is trapped, clearly yeah. like a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, There's it's, an insight here. Yeah. So guys, I think we have to end this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just checked my phone. It's been like two and a half. Yeah. 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 What time is it? Oh god. It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> we might have to edit this one out. We didn't have a gin cocktail though. Oh. I feel like that's the only thing we're missing. I don't know if I'm missing anything. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's fine. Actually, I mean, gin sounds amazing. Let's do it. Well, All right, yeah, yes. One, I mean, we're two and a half hours in. You, you know what we have to do? Yeah. Pass, pass fail. Pass fail. Did you read like, on this? No, we haven't. Uh, so, pass fail is a segment on our show where we describe how we exceeded or sucked in, as, as an adult uh, in the past few weeks. So, like, adulting situations in which we pass or fail. Pass or fail, yeah. We um, felt inadequate as an adult recently, or we were like, fuck yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm an adult now. Okay. And it can be either or, you don't have to do both. Um, and we found in the past that it can go actually either way, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I, ha- I have one that I think is pretty clearly a fail. It cannot be misconstrued any other way. I was, I, was, um, I was sick for a little bit, like a couple weeks ago. What'd you have? I just a cold or something like that. I'm like, cold. yeah. But I was so I was taking medicine during the day, yeah. like once at 10 a.m. after I ate breakfast when I got right into work, and then again at like 3 p.m. And then I was taking it the whole week, Monday through Friday. And then on Friday I realized I was taking uh, the the night version of oh, Mucinex, uh... <laughs> and like the whole week I was like, I'm awfully tired at 3:30. I was like. I guess it's just I'm having heavy lunches or something, but I was literally like falling through my desk like every day, and it wasn't until Friday I found out the whole week I was taking the. <laughs> Wait, so that was a fail? Yeah, that oh. yeah, was a fail. Okay. Some people call it lean. Call it lean. Yeah. I guess so. See, I guess yeah. It, 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 you, can, you, can, you can see it either way. Yeah. Perspective. <laughs> Perspective. <laughs> That was my fail, though. I was unintentionally drugging myself during work. <laughs> I, I man, you you kind of brought up a. I think it's a past. It's like a similar situation. I was uh, so. I quit my job recently. Right. Congrats! Congratulations! Uh, you got another job though. Got so another you, you job. Quit your yeah. transition. You're transition. You're trans- transition. Uh, on the way out, like during the transition. Period. Uh, like we were 
talking to uh, you know creative managers and like people were we just had a lot of phone calls to go with. And I got really sick one day. Uh, I got I had a cold, and I went home. I was like, I'm gonna die if I like stay here. And so I think, hey, that's like I feel like that's something I'm learning as an adult. Like I need to like go home when I feel a little sick, or not not a little sick, but like when I feel yeah, like you gotta get feel, ahead of it. Yeah, I gotta get ahead of yeah. it. You gotta get ahead of your like illness. emergency sleep. Yeah, and like I destroyed that shit. Like it was awesome. I, I had like, pho. I had the. Oh, you you properly got ahead of it. I got ahead wow. of it. Yeah, that does feel good. And I had, but like on that same day, I I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a nap. So I bought Nyquil, and I chugged some Nyquil. Not chugged. You know, <laughs> I chugged some Nyquil uh, at like five o'clock, and the recruiters were like talking to me. So they're like, hey, we want to like, we want to offer you a position. And we're like, and I was just like, it's like, oh god. <laughs> and I had a meeting. I had like a production meeting on another thing, like at my current job. And I was just like, I was leaning. I was like leaning in between like, all of this. And I was like, what is going on? And I told Mike, I was like, hey, like, Mike, just please be there <laughs> because like I I am zoinked right now. I'm like I'm. Gotta go to sleep. Uh, and I survived it. Like, I was, I don't know. Like, my, and you got a job, right? Yeah, we got the job. Like, you know, this oh, was, yeah. I mean, like, it was our, we already had the job. This is during the offer. Oh, so, okay, like, gotcha. it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, oh that sounds great. Oh, Six figures, that sounds amazing. Oh, <laughs> um, but I think probably the more important aspect of this past fail was going home before yeah it's self-care self-care you take yeah. care of yourself yeah that's, that's that is that does that does feel very good yeah because i've had too many times where i'm like i'm not sick and my girlfriend's like you're, you're sick like you need to not stop put your drink down right yeah now. Stop yeah drinking. like go to sleep now <laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah. like nah but now i'm like yeah i'm getting sick let me get it let me drink some emergency drink a shit ton of water <laughs> I'll pee every ten minutes. It's fine. Yeah. That's like the emergency is the part where you start to feel like a grown up. It's like I went and bought a box of emergency, yeah. and I'm just like, I feel like I'm getting sick. I'm just gonna drink some emergency. Like that's a yeah. thing that I would have never. When you have it in your desk, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm prepared. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I feel like thermometers I'm too. You, what? Do people you, still have those? I got I a thermometer know. and like, I'm like, yes, people have those. Where am I? Fail. Like, you I, just I, fail as well. <laughs> Get a thermometer. I know. I need a thermometer. Thermometer is sick. Yeah, I need to end it on a counter, but I think I failed as an adult just last night. I told Brooke I was coming home early. She's sick. <laughs> She's sick. We had a barbecue and she was up here sick the whole time and I felt bad for her, but I got her some tacos. Tucked her in, went out to go see Priscilla's show. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Priscilla, she Priscilla, killed it. Insane. Uh, but I said, as I left, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be out late. I'm gonna come <laughs> home early. Baby, I love you. I know you don't feel good. I'm gonna come home. I won't be out late. Next thing you know, I'm coming home at two a.m. <laughs> slamming, oh, slamming water. I tried to watch some fucking. Topher Grace movie. <laughs> Topher Grace. Yeah, of all that people. makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, 
And I was laying on the couch and like dozing off with a glass of water on my stomach. And I was like, oh, I need to go to bed now. I just, miraculously, I woke up with not that, like I had a headache, but I'm not hungover. Uh, but that was definitely a fail. Was I was like, oh, you know, Priscilla's on at 9.30. I'll be home before midnight, baby. Oh. I got this. And then the next thing you know, I'm walking up to the roof with a bunch of pizza saying, I'm the pizza wizard. <laughs> yeah, trying to get other people to call me the pizza wizard. I did. I called you, you pizza call wizard. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it was delicious. Yeah, it was so good. It was really good. It was like Red Baron pizza, but like, it was Red Baron. <laughs> yeah. Red Baron. That pizza, two pieces yeah. was 50 bucks. That was the most expensive Red wow. Baron pizza I've ever gotten. It was so good. Damn, it was, it was I was like it, walking though. down the street, like pulling out a slice. And by the time I got there, that I already so like half that like hit the spot. It's right? so good. But that was a fail as an adult. Well, Priscilla had a great show. Yeah, that was great. Energized by everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was tearing up. I was so so proud. And Priscilla's still listening almost yeah. three hours in. <laughs> and if, if anyone's listening three hours in, uh, May 31st, in scene, they're doing another show. They're, they're headlining a show. Uh, Next week in the same. Coney Island Baby. Not in Coney Island. Not in Coney yeah. Island. So in right? I feel like they gotta work on that name because I would have totally gone to Coney Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coney Island, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so on that note, we're going to. Yeah, thank you, Alex, for getting us properly drunk. Yeah, we're. <laughs> we're I'm definitely not hungover anymore. I thought it wasn't really hungover to start, but I was feeling a little rough. But I'm, I'm not now. I'm a little I'm moist just now. It's warm and moist. <laughs> Just got a little brown moisture. Shout out to Brooke for shout out to Brooke uh, for tolerating all of this. Yes, help me feel better. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back June 9th. Oh yeah, we're fine. Oh uh, wait, can I can I oh. throw one? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Let's plug. Let's plug. Oh, I'm not gonna plug me. Uh, I just I was just saying I got one more left in me. Are y'all ready for this? I got one left in me after last night. I won't burn out my voice, but. Yeah! <laughs> and on that note, That's so we'll see you later. Alright, bye everyone. <laughs> I love that. that you were doing good. that again. That's so funny. <laughs> I remember that. You were at the bar. I wasn't with you when you were doing that, but me and you, me, Ari and John were talking to me, like, talking about who's on drugs and who's not. And then we were, we were like,